when I said that I wanted to have kids and you said that you wanted me to have a vasectomy, what did I do? And then oh, when you said that you might want to have kids and I wasn't so sure, who had the vasectomy reversed? And then when you said you definitely didn't want to have kids, who had it reversed back? Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. I did. Okay. You have no idea the physical toll the three vasectomies have on a person. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what the fuck is going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, November 7th, 2017, and this is episode number 400 of the PanelsOnPage.com podcast. I'm your host, the Lord and Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Another show that reached 400 episodes, Law & Order Special Victims Unit, but our show has a lot more semen. <laughs> uh, but... 25% less potent. <laughs> uh, Jose Guzman. Hey, why are you looking at my weenie? <laughs> and Kelly Harris. Hey guys, Let's awesome. compare us to literally any other thing than Law & Order SVU. Hey <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. Not to catch a predator either. That one's bad too. Don't do that one. Uh, have a seat over here. Yeah, but we're like the Mariska Hargite or the Ice Tea. Jose's iced tea, we're Mar- Mariska Hargitay. Yeah. I've never heard that woman's name, and I thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> was not, uh, good stuff. Was not having a I'll stroke. Be, I'll be iced tea. Fuck it, right? Not in this climate. There's oh. a <laughs> there's, uh, there's an amazing uh, Twitter that gets retweeted in my feed every now and then. It's like it's a screenshot of Law & Order SVU, and it's like just... Uh, Ice T just sing some ridiculous like word that no one's ever thrown off and like you know what the kids are calling it these days, whatever what, what, it's like it's no good without context, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, like that's a lot of semen, goddamn <laughs> <laughs> This guy uh, must have been holding this back for a month. Got a I bunch mean, of yeah. got a bunch of little solo little tiny solo shot glasses just filled <laughs> with semen all over his apartment. Here's one. Here's one. It's, a, it's, it's the IT saying from the lady goes, It's a new tropic from the dark web called Heavy Train Wreck. Chick was pitching a startup for connecting Kinder Eggs and the internet. Suddenly she's rolling out the door on an electric unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like the, the House Hunters Twitter bot that Mary's always yeah. retweeting. Yeah, like it's called Hazy Snaps. Kid tried at parties. <laughs> Next thing they know, they're at the post office getting paid to talk to anime body pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta follow this. What was the Twitter handle? Uh, Ice T S V U. Oh my god. Yeah. 
here's one. Medical examiner says he owed you on something called Rainy Day Galaxy. Housekeeper found him passed out in bed naked except for a polyester blindfold tied to a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. We love you, Ice-T. We love you. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, happy 400, everybody. Happy, happy, happy. Yeah, I got my balls cut open last week. Yes. Woo! Yeah, uh, so. I was looking for a, an opening bit for the show this week. I knew which bit I was going to go with, but I also uh, YouTubed just vasectomy, and boy, oh boy, did I see some stuff. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man, I'll bet. I've seen some shit over the past couple days, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I, <laughs> when I signed my paperwork, uh, it may have been after the show. I don't remember exactly, but... The lady is like, okay, this is, you know, it's not here saying that, you know, that it's a permanent procedure and reversing it is not covered by insurance, uh, cost tens of thousands of dollars and has a 10% success rate. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, sign that motherfucker right there. So, yeah. Done. So, yeah. Uh, you know, procedure went off kind of without a hitch. Uh, they gave me last week before I went in there, like, hey, take this medicine an hour beforehand, you know, make sure someone drives you, blah, 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 and all this. I'm like, okay. I'm like, why not? So it's just kind of, it's kind of, Put you out for a little bit, make you know you're not gonna go to sleep, but you'd be kind of impaired. I'm like, oh god, okay. <laughs> I had to go home and talk to Nicole, and she's like, what the hell was it? They go, you know, I don't know. Let me pull it up because like one bag, like one pill in it, and it was a one milligram Xanax. And I'm like, oh bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't know the fuck you're talking to. That's adorable. <laughs> I've been doing goddamn cartwheels on a one milligram Xanax. <laughs> fuck out of here. But I took it and we went. And uh, you want to talk about no decorum, guys. Holy shit. So, Nicole's there because they said she could watch, and she wasn't about to not watch. Oh, uh-huh. God, no. Yep. Oh, yep. she was all about it. And was like, are you sure you're going to be okay? Because we had a lady, like, fall out not an hour ago. Nicole, no, fuck it. No. I'm in. Nah, this she, is going to be awesome. You've watched like, her. Let me make the incision. I got this. <laughs> yeah. You... Oh, she was like, you know, so uh, when our daughter was born, he got to cut the cord. Do I get to cut the cord? <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, there's like the, the nurse lady, and she's there, and uh, like I'm like kind of waiting for them to, you know, leave the room so I can like put on those little gowns or whatever. And she's like, no, all right, so just uh, take off your pants, undress, and hop on the table. I'm like, uh, all right. So she me out of my jeans, hop up, and they put like a piece of paper with a hole cut out of it, and they throw my balls through the paper. I'm like, all right, through the hole in the paper. All right, we're ready to fucking party. You're like a fucking Hasidic Jew. Yeah, exactly like that, yeah. So I had Trimmed them up real nice the night before, and uh, nothing makes you aware of the extreme elasticity of your balls. Quite like having to shave them baby smooth. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all over the damn place. I'm just like just fucking silly putty down there. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the bathroom yelling out Did like, you see if, it, if you could copy the comic section of the newspaper with Marmaduke, <laughs> Marmaduke on my taint. <laughs> did you Did you do the flying squirrel? I'm just I'm just yelling in the bathroom. Nicole, I'm like, that's crazy. No other part of the body can do this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they they fucking shoot me up. Uh, they give me a couple of shots to dull the nerves, and you fucking went to town. Like, and it was it was not a big deal. There's this little ta- little uh, Italian guy, like you know, he's just doing his thing. And like the only thing that kind of that fucking. Are you sure out. it wasn't Mario trying to collect a moon <laughs> out of your sack? His name is Michael Tippadino, the most Italian name in the world. Tippadino, hey, <laughs> Mario. I come and collect a moon out of your balls. <laughs> I come out for your balls. I'm gonna put my cap on your penis, and I'm <laughs> gonna be able to drive your balls around. Wahoo! Like, the only thing I didn't like about the procedure was like 
like the sound. You don't know what scissors sound like. But imagine that, but attached to your ball. Just that, like, oh, you know, no, no, no. Just two separate times, just, you know, just a. Like, oh. That was my one. body. And then we'll just go. Oh, there's the other one. <laughs> okay. Ugh. And then they uh, they cauterized uh, the ends, burned them shits closed, and we're fucking good to go. So it wasn't a huge deal. We were in and out of that bitch in 20 minutes. Somebody, somebody's got roasted nuts. Straight up. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you smell a little bit of the burned nuts, the, the, bur the burn tube. That wasn't great either. But it was very, uh, like, the recovery wasn't that bad. They gave me some some, uh, some fucking hardcore opioid thing that, like, you know, I took a couple of, and that's about it. And it was not a big deal. I got pretty high tolerance for pain. It wasn't that bad. But, uh, you know, just had to kind of be on my back for 24 hours, just kind of relaxing, doing the thing. And, but, you know, kind of icing the, icing the boys down with some, some, some uh, frozen peas and whatnot. Yeah. Did you have, like, a, like a little hemorrhoid pillow to sit on or anything like that? No, no, not like that. Not like that. But I had to wear two pairs of underwear. That I had to, and I had to put the peas in between the two pairs of underwear, right. like kind of support them up a little bit. So yep. it wasn't that bad. But by yesterday, like it kind of had a little bruising on the one side. Like my my left ball, fucking lefty's on point. We're fine. It's like I'm great. All my everything, all my all my issues now are just stuck on the right side. So I got a little bit of bruising, a little bit of soreness to the touch. Like it's not like an ache, but like you know when they bounce around, it hurts a little bit. Nothing crazy, nothing bad. But, you know, there was a little swelling, right? And so I'm like, huh, okay, like at what point do I become concerned about the swelling? I'm sure it's normal. <coughs> so, you know, so you're Googling. Oh, How, no, that's a bad idea. Swelling, okay. And all the articles are like, you know, hey, look. Hey, you got swell. cancer in your balls. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to swell. You're going to bruise. It's normal. Like, yeah. you know, but too much swelling is bad. Yeah. How much swelling is too much swelling is kind of up to you. And so I'm standing there, balls in hand. And I realized, you know, I'm really unfamiliar with, like, my ball's default setting. Like, I don't know. Like, they're clearly big, swollen. But, like, I, I can't even tell how swollen they are. Like, I could draw, like, a policeman's sketch of my dick, right? <laughs> like, like if, if my dick were to hold up a liquor store, <laughs> I could describe it perfectly. <laughs> like an Adam's sketch artist. It had sideburns and a teardrop yeah, tattoo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> But but the, the 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 balls are something of a mystery. So I'm like, all right. I mean, I guess we're okay. But the one article was like, if you're feeling brave, click here to see some pictures of swelling gone bad. Go. Oh no. And nope. I'm like, oh. pass. <laughs> but Nicole's like, but what if like the first few pictures just look like your balls? And I'm like, <laughs> it's a yeah, picture. Right. I guess we. I guess we should look. It's a picture from inside the house. <laughs> Yeah. Whoops. And, oh man, you guys never never look at that. It's 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 don't real tell me bad. That. Don't tell My me. My balls that. are a-okay. Don't tell me to never don't tell me to never look at something on the internet because I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> you really shouldn't do it though. I would highly advise against it. Um the only other thing worth noting is uh I'm I'm kind of thrown off balance because of where they had to stitch me up a little bit. So they cut right below the base of the wiener. And they stitched me up, so like you know, like there's like a, like a pucker in the center of my sack. So it looks like I got a little tiny asshole under my dick <laughs> the way the stitches come together. It looks just like a little like a little puckered butthole. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> but otherwise, it's not bad. It's, it's not that bad at all. Um, you don't want any more kids? God, I would highly recommend it. It's a thing you should do. It's, it's worth a couple of days of pain. Um, so, but, so you know, are you 100 percent yet, or are you still on the mend? 
you fill I'm up the man. I mean, like I said, I'm still definitely aware, like on a walk around and stuff, but I'm still a little bruised, still a little tender. So I had a follow up appointment with him Thursday to kind of check stuff out, and then uh, you know, so you're just looking like Rocky Balboa down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm like, cut me, <laughs> but like probably like round one, Rocky. Like he took a couple good shots from Apollo, but yeah. it, he didn't quite get pummeled by Drago. No, 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 no. The, the, the boys are doing just fine. The boys are doing fine. I can't really complain. But uh, if my balls could change, <laughs> we all could change. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a good episode. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But, uh, unrelated to the balls in general, but I'm laying up, kind of catching up on TV because I had nothing else to do for like a full 24 hours, but just watch TV and shit. That oh. part was kind of awesome. Yeah, God fucking forbid. Yeah, but I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm so busy all the time. I never have chances to veg out. Yeah, you literally have to have a surgical procedure and be forced to bed rest to be able to do that. That's the that's as real as it gets. Uh, and my, my lovely wife, she was she was wonderful. She was she was uh, all super supportive. It made it a point to you know get out of the house and take the kids with her all as much as she could over the weekend, just to make it nice and easy. She was wonderful. She's she's the best. Uh, but I'm watching Arrow, right? Catching up on Arrow. Arrow is back. What season? What season are you on? Are are you are fully caught up? I'm caught. I'm watching the CW apps, like the stuff that's out now. So it's okay. five, okay. six, maybe six. Did but, it get better? Oh yeah, yeah. Arrow only gets better. Okay, all right. So yeah, would recommend to get start. back in. Yeah, I was into it when I first started, but I started watching Flash, and so I went caught up on Arrow. And like, Arrow only gets better. It's quite good. But I'm watching it, and like, um. There's like you know this right. super elaborate action sequence. You know, it's, it's it's a fucking wonderfully shot action sequence. Like you know the, the not a lot of super quick cuts and a lot going on and the camera's moving. Like it's a, it's granted Arrow always has really good action in it. You know, but this one just kind of caught me off guard, especially. And I said out loud in empty house, "Fuck the fights at Iron Fist were bad." <laughs> yeah, they were. Like yeah. Okay. Reminded of an awesome shot of Arrow. Like, oh, yeah, that was really bad at yeah. that other show. When we should have been saying, man, the Iron, the fights in Iron Fist made Daredevil look like shit. Right, right. So, just a little bit, a little bit of business. But that's all I got we're talking about. Um, finally, oh, we did start Stranger Things. Me and uh, Zoe and Nicole watched a few episodes. It's the only thing we all watch together. So we're it's not cool. actually burning like, through like it. That, but that's cool because it is it is kind of it's got that crossover appeal. You know, it's kind of it can be a, a show for young adults and shows for adults and people nostalgic for the eighties. Yeah, really God, solid show. But we're like uh three or four in and it's it's good. Damn solid. Yep. Can't complain. Yep. Uh we, we got two left. We were watching before I left for New York, but we didn't wanna push too far and then just be left with like one episode right so. yeah, it's damn good though it's good dustin we'll start it now that i'm back for more than one day right fucking globe trotting what you got going on kelly uh nothing really tell I... me because i know you will know and i saw some stuff on twitter about it but i'm like i'm not gonna look this up i'm gonna ask kelly on tuesday like how the fuck is chris jericho gonna wrestle kenny omega Oh, okay. I'm interested to talk about this as as well because we talked about it a little at Playfair this weekend. Okay, so uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho have been kind of going back and forth at it on Twitter for the past 
two two or so weeks, just shooting barbs at each other every now and then. And then at uh, New Japan's big show on Sunday, Power Struggle, uh, Kenny retained the U.S. championship against uh, Trent Beretta. And then he said, oh, you know, now's the time where whoever's going to challenge me next comes out and they do the point at me thing. And then we, we set the match. So he's waiting to see who it is. And then a video plays on the screen. And damn, if it isn't Chris Jericho. So he doesn't have a deal with WWE. Okay. So he, he can just. Yeah, he pretty much comes and goes as he pleases. Yeah. But I have to believe. Since he's in good with Vince, and Vince allows him to come and go as he please pleases, I have to believe that he at least talked to Vince about it. Last, uh, what I've been hearing is this might have been done despite WWE. Ooh, because Ooh, he's got his um, wrestle cruise coming up that Chris Jericho's running. And he wanted to have an NXT show on the cruise, and they said no. Huh. Wait, what? Yeah, Chris Jericho's running a cruise, uh, like a wrestling-themed cruise, and he was <laughs> that hoping... That's the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, they so used to do... WCW could... used to do cruises. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so he's hoping he could get NXT, because, you know, they're the hot thing right now, and they said no, so he's like, okay, cool, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to go to this place. And he goes to New Japan and he's going to work a match against Kenny Omega at the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom uh, 12. See, I thought it because Jericho comes and goes as he pleases and he has a good relationship with WWE and WWE pretty much cleaned out New Japan over the past couple of years. I figured it was kind of maybe it maybe an olive branch. Like, remember when they let Christian go back to TNA so that they could <laughs> induct Ric Flair into the uh, Four Horsemen? Yeah. I, I just have to assume that there's... But if you say that there's bad blood, then that also makes sense. Yeah, I I think this is this is a big get for New Japan because it, it's one more shot fired in the war. I love it. I think it's, I think it's very, very cool. Oh yeah, no, I love it. It from a match quality perspective, it might not be the greatest, but who cares? It's getting eyes on the promotion. Yeah, exactly. It's a big deal for them. And, and, I, and they're I trying. See... They're really trying with the uh, trying to get into the U.S. So it's like get one of their big stars. I mean, Chris Jericho's no spring chicken, but he, he can, can still draw. Go. Yeah, he can still go. Yeah, he can still get it. What up, Fozzy? Shout out. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, newest Fozzie song isn't that bad. I like a, I like a Fozzie record every now and again. I, I felt, like that that new song Judas. That one's pretty good. I fell out of love with Jericho for a while there during the whole uh, them them keeping Daniel Bryan down, and he was just company man number one, just towing the line for the company. And I just wasn't into that. I wasn't into Jericho kissing WWE's ass. Well, now he's fighting for you. He, and you know what? His podcast is really good. He's a surprisingly good interviewer. Yeah, but I couldn't deal with it when he was all pro WWE all the time. I, I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> Seemed fake. 
That's okay. And, That's did you guys watch the promo he cut on yes. Omega that they showed? Yeah. It was pretty good. His hair got long. Quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it hasn't been that long since we last saw him. Yeah, right after Mania. Good times. What's going on, Kelly? I mean, to derail you right away, but I was just curious. I knew, and I knew you would know. Oh, of course. <laughs> he was just talking that... to Tito about it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was one of the biggest parts moments of that show. Um, another big moment was Jay White returning from his excursion. He's going to challenge Tanahashi for the IC title at Wrestle Kingdom. You love that yeah. guy. I remember all WrestleMania weekend. You're all about Jay White. Oh, Jay White's great. One of them. One of them young lions. Yep. <laughs> Always good to see one of them young boys come back. Got it. Got a new look. Looks like they're shooting him right to the moon. He's probably going to win that match. Everyone was thinking the gimmick he's doing, the Switchblade gimmick, that was going to be Sammy Callahan. Thank God it's not. I like Sammy, but I, I don't want to see him in like main events of, <laughs> of New Japan. Uh, what else? I Honestly, I have not been doing much. I've been doing a lot of editing for Voices of Wrestling. We've got a uh, we got War Games week coming up this this week. We're two parts in. Got a whole week worth of War Games coverage yeah, going that's through. Uh, th that's a week from Saturday, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah we're, we're getting out ahead of it because we assume everyone will be doing their War Games coverage this coming week. So we figured why not do it the week before? We'll have to see, Jose, oh, we'll yeah. have to see if uh, the wrestling nerds are watching NXT or Survivor Series while we're up in New York for anime. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, then. I thought he was going to be like, um, no, I've got plans. <laughs> got a I've got kick. plans doing literally anything else. <laughs> Nerds. Washing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny give uh, me a second that's funny <laughs> uh not to jump into our week too quick but we got back to our hotel room in new york one day and there were literally like nine bottles of shampoo sitting on the on the table that the housekeeping <laughs> left for us <laughs> shampoo and creamers uh -huh. and we hadn't even made any coffee all weekend so it's not like you know, we used a bunch and needed. That is really weird. It was just cre here, guys. Maybe it's some kind of code. Creamer and shampoo. You got to wash the cream. Yeah, they came back the next day like, oh, shit, they did the creamer. They took off the creamer. <laughs> code blue. blue. Code blue. I did take all the coffee, though. That's like, it's like when I run out of coffee. Were they backup coffee. Keurigs or were they like the little packages? It's like little tea bags. Yeah. Jose will do well in the apocalypse. He's, yeah. He's a good gatherer. He, he's a good forager. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a damn good forager. Gotta I survive, homie. <laughs> Out in that concrete jungle, don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And I'll tell you what, we're going to have a nice cup of coffee. <laughs> That's true. But you know we got... I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with you in our Mad Max times. Give me a nice cup of I'm coffee. I'm saying shit's going to go down. But we're going to live nice. We got to filter We got to filter out our own pee, but Yeah. Yeah. You ever think about what you would be like 
the guy in charge of in the apocalypse. I always think I, I, I for whatever reason, I go with the uh, the blue Gatorade czar. Because I'm not a big <laughs> fan of Gatorade, so I wouldn't like get into my own supply. Oh man, blue Gatorade's delicious. I've never been probably uh, tastes too salty to me. I mean, Gatorade is salty. Yeah. I think it'd be uh, I'd be logistics. That's all about developing a plan and executing all day. All right. I would be a warlord's jester. <laughs> <laughs> Jose would do all right. Yeah, Jose would be coffee man. No, Jose would just fucking like just, you know, find himself roaming tribe the tribe, just existing peacefully amongst all nations. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah I, I'd be the the guy who's able to travel within. Yeah, and whenever people like started catching on to him. They'd turn to like uh, get him, and he'd be gone. <laughs> he'd fucking smoke bomb. I love it. I love it. Anything else? Uh, Kelly has been fucking playing Mario all week. Pretty much just just Mario. Like li- pretty much all of my free time has been Mario. Um, I did actually catch up on Common Rider yesterday, and Common Rider is very good. And it's quite good. Yeah, Common Rider build is awesome. You get. Like you guys were, uh, you and John Michael were talking on like Japan shit. The mystery is legitimately interesting, <laughs> and yeah, I don't this, know where it's going. It's this crazy, goofy kid show, but like the crux of the hero's journey is like, yeah, someone murdered a guy and framed a guy, and now that guy is inevitably going to become a common writer himself. But ultimately, he wants to do is clear his name for murder. Also, hey kids, buy these toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good show damn good yeah it's a great show um but yeah other than that it's just been mario all the time i finally i beat the main story section of it uh god that game it's just pure joy there's nothing better than this mario game it's it might be my favorite game ever oh my <laughs> god a very long time it's been a while like i missed out on like uh the sunshine galaxy era i missed all that shit galaxy was great I'm not really a Mario guy, like I will say that so for the most part. Like the old school games, I'm garbage at. Dude, my wife will speedrun Mario in ways you've only seen Asian kids on YouTube. <laughs> like she's fucking incredible at old school Mario. It's kind of a, it's kind of awe inspiring. Because can... you hand her a PlayStation Four controller and it may as well be a <laughs> severed human head. She's like, I know what it does. <laughs> <laughs> Give her some Nintendo, and she's rocking your world. I yeah, like was... for most of the platforming and stuff, I'm pretty terrible, but I'm getting better at it. But like, just finding stuff is so much fun, and being weird little animals and shit. And once once you get to the post game, you can be Yoshi. It's pretty cool. Oh shit! Right on. Can you I be Yoshi it. and meet the Tyrannosaurus Rex? Uh, I don't think so. That would be cool. Yeah, it would. I played a few hours of the. I don't say new because it's not new anymore, but the newest uh, Ratchet and Clank game. And I never played Ratchet and Clank before, but it was like $8 on some sale a few months ago as so I bought it. And I'll be goddamned if that's not a fun game. Like, I'm, you know, a lot of games I play are like, you know, kind of, you know, somber, very story driven, like whatever. But I'm like, this game is just fucking fun. This, this game is great. How <laughs> silly and colorful. 
Which makes you think I probably would have really loved this Mario game. Yeah, no, I think you would like, be way like, into this game. It's just fun. Like, there's been very few times where I've been frustrated with it, which is nice. They had a um, Mario Kart on there? No. There is a racing segment, and that was one of the few things that I hated. No, but there, but there is a Mario Kart game for the Switch. Yeah. So yeah, we need to get. We're we'll, we'll, we'll picking that up with the Mario Kart in the next few months, I would say. Yeah, I they, debated about getting Mario Kart, but I, I was one of those things where I look and I'm like, no, I'm terrible at this game. Why would I buy this? <laughs> <laughs> These games aren't fun for me. Oh man, Mario Kart will destroy relationships. Like Mario Kart's the shit. Like if you if you like if you got a girlfriend and you're like, oh god, I wish I could just find a reason to break up with her. Play Mario Kart. Play Mario Kart, <laughs> and then in 15 minutes, she'll be calling you a cocksucker, and you'll be like, oh, you could just pack your shit and leave. <laughs> Remember when we used to have uh, Wizard Universe message board nights on Mario Kart Wii? Yeah, we do. The damn good time. Fuck yeah. Mario Kart back in the day, playing to Miss, uh, no, Miss No Names Given on the Shows <laughs> class. No names. <laughs> Not in this climate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jose's new thing is not in this climate, and it's my favorite thing. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a thing that you would never expect Jose to say. <laughs> and you could add. I hate about Nintendo. They're still doing the fucking friend code thing where they got to give somebody a random ass string of numbers. It's probably yeah. like, yeah, just find me. I'm Lee. Chad's what friend the- code is zero. <laughs> That's lame. Friend code? What the fuck is that? It's, I mean, it's the way you link up. Wii. Yeah. Oh, that's like the. Instead of having a screen name, it's a friend code. Uh, but like you can never remember your friend codes. So you got to write it on every goddamn time. So like, you're a fucking oh, inmate. Yeah. You're a Mario inmate number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, you guys? Nice. Where the fuck you guys been? Oh, New York, New York. That New, New York, New York. Jungle. See sleeps. Yeah, but no. but before we got to New York. I got my first taste of TSA PreCheck, and yes. how was it? It is Tell the em. sweetest Tell nectar em. that I've ever tasted. We, Tell them, Dave Bob. We glided <laughs> through TSA like fucking VIPs. It was amazing. <laughs> it took longer for us to drop our bags with JetBlue than it did for us to go through TSA. Didn't have to take out the camera equipment. Didn't have to take off our shoes. Didn't have to take out the laptop. It just, it just reinforces for me the fucking theater of the TSA. Oh, no. Yes. I don't dispute that one bit. Nero was getting in on it on Facebook today about how that it's just it's all bullshit and I'm not going to pay $85 to let them perpetuate their bullshit. And well, you know I didn't say it, it wasn't worth $85. Oh no. <laughs> it, yeah, yes, that that is where we differ. Yeah, I mean it, it, it is bullshit, but I mean But I mean we're yeah, still getting background years. checks. We're still getting bre- background checks, you know. Yeah, but I got 85 on it. I mean, damn. Like fuck. Like yeah. I said, like 85 bucks like even I, for, on I don't travel nearly as much as you guys do. Even for one round trip, if you think about forty-two fifty each way to fast pass through TSA, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, yeah. but if you're traveling multiple times a year for five years, it's yeah. it's fucking 
like why not the only reason yeah. we didn't have it before is because you had to go like to atlanta to get it but now you can get it everywhere i i feel like we could have had it a lot sooner than we did and i'm kicking myself in the ass now for that but god it's so great yeah it, it is the shit. if it was not for tsa pre-check we probably would have missed our flight because JetBlue Maybe. was so fucked up mm -hmm. and then when leaving we fucking just this huge line of just <laughs> miserable-looking people. And we just glide in like on ice skates and fucking fly through. We get to the part where there's kind of a, a little line where they uh, check your ID to your ticket. Yeah. Right when that lo started looking clogged, they opened up a new line and said, gentlemen, come this way. So <laughs> we skated through that one. You don't have to, like, they have the body scanner, but uh, both both ways, we didn't have to go through the body scanner. We just went through the metal detector. So I always have to get a pat down after the body scanner because I got hot spots all over me. But n none of that shit. They be tickling. Yeah. Yeah, it's always like my crotch area too that's like bright red, and my back. Like, sir, obviously hot spots. Back of my head. Yeah, yeah. My cr my crotch is warm and I got back sweat, so I always got to get padded down. And what's funny is I was telling this to Mary today, Jose, is because the line is so short and the wait is so short, all the people in the TSA pre-check line are like happier. And because those people are happier, the TSA agents working TSA pre-check are happier. Mm -hmm. So it's You're just telling me, telling me real hard. It's just a pleasant experience all around. I can't wait to go so, back. When we got to the part where you got to put things through the conveyor belt, another line opened, and they said, "Gentlemen, right this way." So we, <laughs> I skated through that, and it was just we were there so early. We, we were there for like an hour and a half. Yeah. We arrived at the airport at 3.30 for a 5.30 flight, and we were sitting at our gate at 3.45. Just chill. Wow. At JFK. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Oh. It hurt so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we going to do with all this time on our hands? <laughs> oh, man. I'm so, I'm so fucking relaxed <laughs> right now. <laughs> we walked through. I couldn't help it. I just let out the evil laugh. Yeah, he, he straight up echo evil laughed through JFK. It was beautiful. <clears throat> it was. And the rest So of that the, was our traveling story. Yeah, the rest of the trip was cool cool too. <laughs> but where, where where did we go, sir? Where did we go? Uh are you talking the show or are you talking like next in our trip? No, saying where where did we go from there? We said we went to New York. Yeah, we, we got in. Yeah, and and we went well, to the we, we went to the hotel, or we went to Playfair. Yeah, okay, that's what. There we go. They know we were going to Playfair. I I didn't know if you were looking grand scale or we were going step by step. We going macro, or micro. Yeah. <laughs> Do it up. Do it up. That's how you guys did the. You were there for the 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 world record slime pool thing yes. that's, that's kind of rad largest that's slime uh what was it Thirteen thousand something pounds of slime Thirteen thousand eight hundred and two. Uh, no 820 slime by pounds? i would assume it'd be some kind of volume it was a scale they, they the they, whole thing they was on a yeah, giant a, scale. A scale 
Yeah, because you gotta okay. realize you were putting in, you know, the volume you can do with the glue, but then you're mixing a whole bunch of chemicals and shit that adds weight, but it'd be hard to quantify in volume. Right. Okay. It was that makes um, sense. Uh, liquid starch they were adding to it to to kind of set it up. I don't know. I don't think they were adding borax, but Zoe did some shit with uh, glue, shaving foam, and uh, lens like a, like a contact lens solution huh. that was like foamy and tacky. Yeah. So the the glue uh, world record was put on by Maddie Ray's slime glue. This little girl, what like 13, 14 years old. 12, 12, maybe. 12 has her own slime empire that her her dad is her dad is basically Tiger Woods dad. <laughs> he, he is the Tiger Woods dad of slime and he was running the whole thing and it was this huge production and they must have invested a shitload of money into this because it was it was bigger than your uh, above ground pool, Lee. This pool that they were putting slime yeah, in. It looked enormous. Yeah. And hundreds of kids and so much glue and so much food coloring and sparkles. And, Glitter. And apparently you have to pay to get a Guinness World Record certified. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And they're going to fly somebody out to measure it and shit. Yeah, and it's, I get it. it's no cheap affair either. So. Slime is a booming business, apparently. Yeah, we went to. Uh, you guys are, you guys are five below, right? Yeah, it's a, a clothing store, right? Oh, oh, oh it's it's a, like a dollar store. Everything's under yeah. five dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we went in there the last time we were there, and it's like it's like you know always different shit, you know. Um, but they had like the whole center spot was just like all kinds of like you know. DIY slime kids. Here's a book on different kinds of slime. Recipes for slime. Like the fucking slime is the hotness right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When we were shooting the commercial, we went to Michael's, a craft store, to pick up supplies, and they had a whole just kiosk for slime ingredients. So weird. And we were looking at it, and somebody came up like swiftly to help us, and like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is here. This is there. This is over there. Because that's that Michaels is probably making a shitload of money off of slime lately. But you know what, man? It, like you know, whatever. I don't get it, but it's one of the few things my kids like to do that isn't you know playing their tablets and shit. Yeah, so fuck it. Well, you know what's so funny and interesting? So it's Maddie Ray's slime, and she's a twelve-year-old girl. And then we did a bunch of uh, testimonials with parents and kids that went to Playfair to ask them what their favorite kind of thing is. And we had more than a couple girls say, you know, I was here for the slime. I, I came here for the slime. I love slime. This one little girl was like, you know, I like girly things like slime. <laughs> I'm like, back in my day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zoe loves that shit. Well, I mean, I, I, I've played with slime with Zoe and yeah. Kate, but I just I didn't think of it as a girl's thing. I just thought of it as a kid's thing. And it, there were a lot of girls mixing that big vat of slime. Interesting. And back in my day, slime was a boy's thing. Slime's gross. But I guess it's very crafty and colorful and sparkly. And Yeah, because back know. in the day, we were just, you know, buying slime. Yeah. We weren't and making it ourselves. And it's also 2017, so girls can do whatever the hell they want. They want to be a slime entre entrepreneur, you do that. 
Yeah, fucking get woke, nice. Get it. You get it, girl. You, girl. The, the thing I posted on Twitter yesterday was an article where a guy was like talking about how fucked up kids YouTube is. No, I did not see that. It was a fascinating read. How he was going through like how kids YouTube works. And it's pretty much just built around algorithms and what will come up in autoplay. So like there's so many it. videos that are just dense titles and you can tell are clearly just made by computers it was a very weird thing he said that like the guy was going through how like if you go down the rabbit hole like not even very far if like your kid likes peppa pig suddenly you'll just find these weird youtube videos where it's like peppa pigs being tortured and shit oh god, oh, god. but like they don't look any different from the normal videos so if like, a kid is just watching Peppa Pig, and then they have autoplay on. It'll pop up next. Oh, and then they'll no. get this weird Peppa Pig torture porn. <laughs> the article is, something is wrong on the internet. <laughs> I had yes. to do some scrolling because uh, uh, Kelly did some work on Twitter today. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> we'll talk about it, that it later. Was, it, was get, it was lit. <laughs> Well, I remember when um, YouTube started making uh, wrestling videos non-advertiser friendly, it was because they were basically taking away kids being able to watch it. It was no longer available on Safe Search. Yeah. And that's like the YouTube, kids YouTube is lit. Kids YouTube is also dark, apparently. Yeah, it's dark as hell. Just going down this just reading this article was just bizarre, the things this dude found. Like, apparently there's a thing, like, that's popular in kids' YouTube where characters swap heads and sing songs and shit. And, and I could see that. There's also a weird thing where it's just, like, a character will show up randomly crying. <laughs> and they'll just be in the video just crying the whole time. That sounds like this anime. This not my future. <laughs> and, like, this made a good point. Kids are kind of weird now. Kids yeah. are very weird now. Yeah, but are they weirder than we were? Or Yes. yes. I, yes. I don't know. Very much so. I don't know, because we just did, we didn't have YouTube when we were kids. If They're I had weirder YouTube, in different ways, I guess. If I had YouTube when I was a kid, I probably would have posted some weird shit. But it's not even the things they're posting. It's just how they interact with people now. Yeah, because if you, if you if you ever get if you see a whole bunch of kids together, they're all sitting around looking at their own screens, like <laughs> not even talking to each other. Well, you know, we experienced a little bit of that this weekend because we set up some live unboxings at Playfair. So we oh, kids love unboxing. We partnered with Toy Insider. And the folks at Playfair, and we set up this little space, and we got a bunch of kids and brought them in, and we did a two-camera shot and and brought them in, had them unbox stuff. And some of them were super into it. Some of them were pretty much auditioning, and, and they were solid. Others just wanted free toys and would, right. would not look up at the camera or, or talk clearly if their life depended on it. <laughs> but that's also – that's just kids, you know? Yeah, that – some got it, some don't. Some don't want to have it. Yeah. So some want to do it. So we're reconsidering our process if we're going to redo it next year. 
Maybe you have to audition first. <laughs> but I gotta say, like the show, the show was good. It was a little nuts. Uh, the slime thing set us back a little bit on our schedule. The unboxings uh, kind of hurt us with our shot list, but. Uh, I got to last year talking up Playfair big time. Like it was one of your was, favorite shows last year. It I was feel fun. Like. It was different, and and yeah. it was a first year show, so everyone was kind of getting their footing. But yeah. it was different, and it was different this year, and we were doing it differently. So, uh, I I don't want to speak for Jose, but I was a little stressed Saturday and most of Sunday. But then at one point, Jose and Tito roll back in with this checklist with pretty much everything crossed off, and all of my stress just melted away so big big ups to those guys for doing Whoop. that <laughs> no it's like we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll do like Whoo. yeah yeah because <laughs> usually usually when jose and tito will roll back into a room and i'll start listing off things like did you get this did you get this did you get this usually it's like uh, i don't know no no i didn't see it <laughs> no they weren't there i'm like oh <laughs> But we still make it happen. Uh, I'd say the coolest thing we did all weekend was... So the the commercial we did was unboxing Playfair. And we pulled a bunch of the toys and characters and shit out of the box. And that was it. So we brought those with us on the trip. And we went around the city and set up the toys in different spots in front of New York City landmarks. Cool. And took some time lapses. Cool. And... I assumed it's New York. People don't give a fuck about what you're doing. But I'll be damned if we weren't kind of a spectacle in a few spots that we went to. The most, <laughs> one of the most ridiculous shots we got was all the toys. We got a Jeffrey Giraffe, Paw Patrol, PJ Masks, Ninja Turtles, Undertaker, all on one of those little cafe tables in Times Square. And we just set the camera up and just let it time lapse for 10, 15 minutes. But the shot that got the most attention, and it was uh, Jose's composition, was Donatello and Michelangelo crawling down the curb into a sewer grate that was had uh, steam coming out of it. Nice. Yeah, so we're cool. just wandering the streets of New York looking for a steamy... Uh, <laughs> looking for a steamy... Yeah. We're, yeah, we were looking for a steamy sewer grate or a sewer manhole, but something that was out of the way where we're not like in the middle of a crosswalk. That ideally didn't smell like piss. Well, uh, no, no. <laughs> take that back. Yeah, we got done with we got done with the shot, and Jose says to me, "Oh, I forgot to mention how awesome that smelled." <laughs> but we got this little shot set up, and we were a crowd was gathering around us taking pictures people were super into it people would pass by and they'd see the ninja turtles and you'd see their face light up it was awesome and then this one guy comes over and he's like can i hey can i take a picture i'm like yeah that's cool and i was like i'm gonna take a picture of you taking a picture and the guy's like so what are you what are you doing this for and we kind of explained that we were with playfair so on and so forth he's like cool well i'm in house over at nickelodeon so uh you got any oh. contact information <laughs> yeah man <laughs> Well, then. That was pretty cool. Who knows if it was real or not, or if we'll ever hear from Dude, but how fucking hilarious is that? That we're just, yeah. you know, on Broadway, bullshitting with some toys, and here's here's a guy from Nickelodeon that catches what You know, we're I'm doing. kind of amazed he wasn't like, 
oh, you guys are doing stuff with R.I.P. Well, I mean, they were part of the the show, so they're sponsors. Yeah. So they can't well, okay. too much. actually, we're I don't them look good. Actually, I don't think Nickelodeon was a sponsor. <laughs> well, Playmates was for sure. I don't think Playmates was either. I'm trying to help, but the Ninja Turtles were there. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles were there at the show. Okay. Spin Masters was hopping though. The Spin Masters booth, Paw Patrol. Spin Masters is the the brand, but it was Paw Patrol, Rusty Rivets, Hatchimals, and Soggy Doggy. That was all Spin Masters, and their booth was. <laughs> Spin Masters lit. made like the bullshit toys when we were kids. Yeah, and apparently not because they're they were one of the top dogs there, and they had meet and greets at their booth. They had probably five of the top ten. IPs at the show that people were wanting to see. Nuts. Yeah, not anymore. I, I, no, they were not like they were around when we were kids, but they were just no one gave a shit. Like you always, like, you always hear Spin Master, and you assume like like um, Spin Art. Or right. What right. was that? What was that thing? It was kind of Spin Art. Uh, Firegraph. Firegraph. Yeah, that's yeah. that's oh, what yeah, they yeah, did. Okay. I think. But uh, now they're like uh, they 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 got the licenses. Yeah. Uh, them, and who's got a who's got a train going by them? Jose, <laughs> I do. Uh, Taft. There's another fucking train. <laughs> Tra- train after fucking train. Yeah, Taft. yeah. And then Sunday, Big Show and Daniel Bryan were there uh, to do That's autographs cool. and meet and greets, and they did a couple panels, and we were able to get them to do a soundbite to camera. And I, I, oh Kelly, you'll like this. I called him Brian. just like off the cuff i was like brian and you know we've had a lot of difficulty lately with getting celebrity guests to do things to camera so whenever we're able to get someone to do something we're not going to push our luck sure but obviously in my mind i'm wanting daniel bryan to do the yes chant well yeah and we didn't have to prep him or anything him and the Big Show were like an old comedy duo. They were fucking great together. And I love. I will never not love seeing Big Show and Daniel Bryan standing side by side. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's always going to be funny. And Daniel Bryan goes full on yes chant, like awesome. yelling, pumping his fist. His hair got all messed. His shirt was coming up. It was amazing. <laughs> While Big Show held the microphone for him. Did you tell him that you love Total Divas? Uh, I did not. Or Total All, my only interaction with them was, uh, hello, thank you, and calling him Brian. <laughs> 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 if I wasn't as nervous, I probably would have congratulated Big Show on being in the best shape of his career and congratulated Daniel Bryan on, on his new baby. I did get to help bring Daniel Bryan some vegetarian lunch at one point. So, That's cool. so I'll be leaning on that for ten years, like someone who brought Thor a chicken sandwich. Nice. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, we got a. Uh, speaking of time lapse shots, uh, uh, Friday night after the show, uh, there was literally a pizza place on the corner of our hotel room, which was great. Ooh. Two Bros Pizza. So we got us some pizza for dinner and brought Michelangelo out. And Jose ripped off a little corner of crust for Michelangelo, put it in his hand, and had Michelangelo chowing down on some New York-style pizza. 
probably one of the greatest shots we've ever shot in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But it's a good stuff over the weekend. Good stuff. And always appreciate Tito coming out and helping us out. We couldn't do it without him. I mean, we could, but we w- wouldn't want to. And uh, he helps us a great deal. And uh, Jose's niece, Destiny, got to come out uh, the day before the show and check out what we do, like see the show floor and uh, see it, see us being professional with uh, colleagues. She was very impressed. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you fucking clowns are legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that reaction when yeah. people are like, wow, you guys are like professionals, <laughs> especially because we get accused of being unprofessional so often. You're like, no, it turns out we're the goddamn best. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, something like Kerouac humping uh our colleague <laughs> or humping us in front of our colleague happens. <laughs> I forgot about Back that. Back in the day. I mean, you know. Things could have done. Things could have gone so much differently. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this guy's heading back up to New York on Monday, and I'm back on Wednesday for anime next weekend. Oh, yeah. And then that is our last show for the year. But then twenty eighteen is gonna gonna look busy. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but uh, the original Playfair last year ran in conjunction with Toy Fair, right? And uh, they partner with the Toy Industry Association to put it on. It, like it's kind of the Toy Indus- Industry Association's Comic Con instead of you know the 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 B two B business to business, which is Toy Fair. So last year we got to meet some of the toy industry people. Now, now a lot of people might not know that Toy Fair is it's not a public event. It's, no. it's a trade show more than anything. Right. right. It's for buyers, uh sellers and press essentially. And we got to get in last year and check it out for the first time. And then uh we got to meet some more of the toy industry association Yo, what is going what is going on that's not me <laughs> what is going on jose i don't know felt <laughs> <laughs> like there's just car crashes <laughs> <laughs> or like someone's doing dishes and trying to put the pots back in the cabinet <laughs> uh some crazy dishes it you know knock on wood but it is very likely that we will be working officially with Toy Fair next year. Nice. So, uh, if either of you guys want to uh, come to New York in February, <laughs> I'm sure we could use the extra help if we got a couple extra cameras. But we'll we'll talk about that in the, yeah, we'll in the future it, yeah. when it's so, I mean, when it's I mean, I mean, I mean, when it's more realistic. But um, I immediately when I. I thought of it and thought that it's a, a big show. We might need some help. I immediately thought of you, Lee, because, you know, you like toys. Not that you do. don't like I toys, do. Kelly, but. No, no, no. I, Lee is the toy man. Yes. Lee is the toy man. Yes. I was going to call him a toy boy, but that, that sounds wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> call okay. him a boy toy. I'm a toy boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I got my balls open last week. I'm a toy man. Thank you very much. Show <laughs> some respect. 
could be cool. And then, uh, you know, we're we're looking at doing Classic Auto Show again next year, and then Awesome Con and uh, Expona again, and then WrestleMania is in there somewhere. Anime, and yeah, and well, anime next week, but it's it's looking to be a very next, next week, next year. Well, yeah, next year. Jose Man. was looking at our schedule and looking at his schedule because you know, he's got his other job as well. And he's like, yeah, so it looks like um, we're busy February to July. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania is coming up. I'm very excited about it. Yes. Uh, yep. uh, Got to book some stuff soon. Uh, yes, we, we should definitely do that. I've been a little preoccupied, but we got we got some money, honey, so we should definitely do that. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. I'm not saying you were talking shit, neither. All right, good. That's no one on the same fucking page. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, hey. Anything else to throw in there, Jose? Yeah. Any anything else that I missed? Uh, well, okay. So it's a lot of kids, and one of my hilarious, hilarious moments to me was when I was taking a shit. <laughs> oh yeah, this, this story's so, good. I'm taking a shit. You know, it's 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 the morning, or whatever. I don't know. I poop like four times that day. I can't keep track. <laughs> Either way, I'm taking this shit, and I guess it's a dad and two to three kids. Oh, that's so the thing I've ever heard. They're about. all peeing at the urinals, and I'm in the stall. And then I hear the one kid scream out, "Hey, why are you looking at my wee wee?" <laughs> Man, I'm looking at your weenie, and then the dad's like, "Hey, why are you looking at his weenie?" <laughs> <laughs> I had to laugh. <laughs> I was like, "All right, the things you hear." <laughs> hey, hey, I know your own weenie. <laughs> Man, I ain't looking at your wee wee. <laughs> so well, I imagine being the super New Yorker. Where's the guy a fucking queer? <laughs> I'm fucking pee-peeing over here. <laughs> hey, look, we got Mr. Captain uh, Wee Wee Looker right over here. <laughs> that, that was cool. Trip was cool. Peeping Wee Wee's. Push your Wee Wee cart into the street. <laughs> <laughs> ah, classic. Ah, oh, genius. Ah, oh, so good. So... That's our week adventure. Yeah. Fuck away, man. Solid adventuring, gentlemen. Solid adventuring. Let's uh let's go to the mail, shall we? Look at all this fan mail. Wow, that came up quick. I like it. Yeah, it did. But way to go iTunes. Get your shit together. I like it. So, yeah, well, we did get some mail this week. Uh you know, in celebration of our big four hundredth episode. Starting with uh, we got us a voicemail at six one six nine five one one pop. From our good buddy Rob, co-founder of HellsOnPages.com. Hey guys, it's Rob. Haven't talked to you guys in a while. Ah oh, man, 400 episodes. That is insane. Um, I like to. I like. I like the fact that I actually contributed to some of those. Uh, no lot, right. but I did my part some. Yeah, and you uh, can do it again if you'd like. <laughs> falling behind some now because uh, of work. I can't. Uh, listen on the live cast anymore, but I download every week and listen every week. Just finished listening to the uh, latest episode with the Monster Squad. 
right. Um, you guys called for calls, <laughs> and so I called for calls. And I just want to say, you guys are awesome, and I am so proud of helping start something like Pop. Uh, Damn right. I didn't do much in the beginning or in the middle or uh, ever. But um, <laughs> I'm so glad to know all you guys and call your friends and Aww. be able to just let people know that I started something that's meant so much to me and so much to us. I mean, hell, we've had people get married and have kids, and um, it's touched people in ways that are appropriate and oh! I never thought would happen. <laughs> and I am so honored to be a part of it, whatever small part I played. Um, oh, God, I'm starting to get misty. Uh, okay, Aww. so I'm going to wrap this up and just close out by saying you guys are awesome. I can't believe we've made it to 400 episodes. <laughs> and here's to another 400 Oh, God. And hopefully, at some point, <laughs> I will see and talk to all you guys again. All right? Bye. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Oh, that was so I mean, nice. Rob, he, he didn't play a small part. He played a no. really big part in No. Pop. No. God, no. Like, like we were saying before the show, he was one of the most consistent contributors on the site. And then, you know, life life happens. But yeah. we miss you, Rob. We, we want to do this sometime again. So... Uh, you should call off of work sometime and come on the show. Yeah, fucking uh, Send in more voicemails or emails or something. <laughs> yeah, so we got a email from... Oh, re- real quick. Uh, I remembered a joke I wanted to make. He says, he talks about, like, in, in this time that we've been doing, been doing pop, people have gotten married and uh, people have had kids, and he's so proud of what we have done at pop. And it's true. He is very proud of what we've done at pop to the point where he will wear his pop t-shirt to a wedding and not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's any wedding to wear that shirt at, right? It's it's any wedding. <laughs> no, it wasn't like our wedding. It wasn't a pop wedding. <laughs> oh, never mind. Then. Great, I love it. That's amazing. So great. Yeah. So uh, Mahoney wrote in, emailed us, uh, and sent some presents along with it. He emailed us to popcast at panelsonpages.com. Uh, and he wrote in, congratulations on episode 400. Uh, happy 400th episode, you magnificent bastard. Here's a few clips from way back in the day that I thought you might want to look back on. And um, holy shit, you guys. Um, he said Time capsule. From, uh, what are you going to lead off with? We're going to go with episode 27. Um, okay, I don't have them listed by episodes. I've got a two-second clip, a 33-second clip, and then a seven-minute and five-second clip. Uh, so just fucking play one then, I guess, because okay. I have the names. So we have got some some disconnect here. So fucking go nuts. Go nuts. Well, when I brought them into iTunes, they, uh, you know, it does, like, artist and album and shit like that. But okay, I, well, I was super excited to play this one right spaghetti, here. Spaghetti! 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 <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't decide if that was the, the soundbiter. Spaghetti! 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 <laughs> one more time, guys. Spaghetti! 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 <laughs> that shit's dumb. I love it. 
Oh, so for okay. no good reason. Here's another one. Dexter. Oh, yes, Dexter. Dexter. Dexter, Dexter, Dexter. Dexter, 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 Dexter. I'm this many days until Dexter. Right. Dexter. Dexter. Sodaquist. Sodaquist and Ramos. Fucking Sodaquist and Ramos. Dexter, Dexter, Dexter Morgan. Dexter, Dexter. Dexter, 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 Dexter Morgan. Angel's crazy good burrito. Dexter, 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 Dexter don't text. Dexter, 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 Dexter. All right, moving on. What you got? Anything else? Want to share before we move on? Anybody? Anybody got anything? Uh, Dexter. All right. Sometimes when I'm working at my computer, I will put iTunes just on random. And no shit, that Dexter bit came up on random a couple <laughs> weeks ago, just out of nowhere. Oh, that's so funny. And I love. I also love when the poop commercial comes on. I love the poop commercial. <laughs> so I- I'm going to assume, because it was labeled something Gandalf? Yes. Um, uh, Pop 27. Episode 27. We used to play a Fuck, Mary Kill game kind of on the reg. Um and, and then it got real rapey. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it just, uh, I wasn't a party to any of this. Uh, this uh, this was one of the more epic bits uh, we did early on. Um, and I think this is like one of the, the first real moments where Jose kind of fucking cracked out of his shell. And we oh. saw a glimpse of the genius that <laughs> uh, <laughs> would come to know and love. So fucking hit it. Hit nice. But uh, this one is called Can I Smell Your Beard? And gentlemen, your choices tonight are Santa Claus, Alan Moore, or Gandalf the Grey. Oh shit, I sent this one in. Oh! Wow. What? Two wizards. You're familiar yeah, with you're familiar with Fuck Mary Kill, right? Uh no. I'm gonna need a little bit of uh, advice. Oh, okay. So the rules of the game are simple. So holy shit, this was from the same episode as the Dexter bit? Because Mar- Mar- Maruschak, right? Yeah, yeah. and Maruschak was at Playfair this weekend too, yeah. doing his thing. Simple, sir. Full you're presented circle. with three options. And you have to tell out of the three which one you would marry, which one you would fuck, and which one you would kill. Hence, fuck, marry, kill. So, Santa Not Claus, Alan Moore, <laughs> Gandalf the Grey. Thanks, Kelly. Appreciate this. <sighs> it's easy. All right, what do you got, Jose? You, 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 well, you got to kill Alan Moore. Yep. You have sex with Santa, because that'd be one oh, freaky no, thing. You're I don't up. agree. You're fucking nope. up. You no, no. No. Well, it, it, well, let him finish. Let him finish. Geeky, then you, you fuck Gandalf. He's he's a wizard. There will be a fireworks show <laughs> in the bedroom. And I want I want a fireworks show every night. <laughs> no, 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 no. You marry the fireworks. <laughs> no, show. you marry Santa Claus. You live at the fucking North Pole, and you get elves and toys. He's Gandalf. He's Santa Claus. He's <laughs> Gandalf. He's he's Gandalf. Gandalf. You have to marry Santa Claus. Okay, no, you don't. Mother. Nope. No, no. What are you on, you man? You don't have to marry Santa Claus. What do you have to marry Santa Claus? The only Why? problem with Santa Claus, the only problem with marrying Santa Claus is you better never fuck up in that relationship because he knows if you've been naughty. Oh, jeez. Okay, <laughs> what, what is the benefit no. of marrying Gandalf? What is the benefit of marrying Santa? Because are he's, you high? he's a business owner. <laughs> he's the marrying type. <laughs> are you high? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, he was, <laughs> and is right now. <laughs> it's the same shit every no. fucking year. The no. Same no, goddamn no. shit every fucking year. And he probably we... sleeps like eight months. No, you married Gandalf. Are we talking awesome Gandalf the adventure. gray or the white? 
You know, it doesn't specify. It just says Gandalf. So okay. I can. You guys can go way through. He turns into a white. You can grow white <laughs> together. I find oh. it interesting that either way, you're dealing with two guys with beards who hang around with a bunch of short people. Ooh, point. Ooh, point. Wow. I, I agree. You, really, it's it's all three ways because I've heard some stories about Alan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you marry, you marry Santa, you're gonna be fucking bored as shit. Are but, you high? But what are you Gandalf, you're just gonna walk around New Zealand. Did you ever see Gandalf walk? The motherfucker had a horse. He could probably make unicorns. <laughs> Screw that. He calls him an eagle. He's fine in style. That's true. The eagles are, yeah, okay. The eagles are a selling point. He does whatever the fuck he Reindeer. wants. Reindeer. Reindeer who bitch about who's going to be up front the whole goddamn time. Reindeer <laughs> <laughs> with laser noses. Can this be the actual the style of Santa? I don't want no Rudolph. Kid. Oh, okay. Claymation <laughs> Santa? Yeah. Gandalf, Ooh. Gandalf you What's that codependent to? fucking Frodo. No, you this, deal is, with. this is after they dropped the ring in the fucking shit. He never went back and talked to them. That shit was done. Next. Next mission. It's something he put on his leather jacket and he took off. Jesus Christ. He's like... You're going to be like, oh, Santa, what do you want to do? The same thing we do every year. The same old shit. We're going to sneak into some people's fucking chimneys. We're going to leave some presents. We're going to fucking shit in some stockings. We're going to eat their cookies. We're going to drink some fucking eggnog. And guess what? We're going to go back home and plan on doing this a year from fucking now. It's the same. Wow. You know what? I think that is some fucking impeccable comic timing. But I think... You know, we'll we'll continue listening to this, but I think the stronger bit was when it was um w- when it was Gandalf and the King Arthur's Round Table bit. I'm I'm yeah, fucking I'm, uh, is like I'm flying that eagle and we coming for that round table. You about me kill Thoron? What else is there to do? Party! <laughs> <laughs> fucking party the rest of your goddamn life, and there won't be a, a not one day will ever be the exact. Same. You marry Santa Claus? Groundhog Day. Over and over and over and over. I think you know what I'm saying. He's trying to sell it to me on it. It's the same thing. It's fucking Gandalf. He goes, you know, if, if, let's say you're going out and there's like a concert and there's a bunch of fucking dickheads mosh bringing around you, he goes, thou shalt not pass. Bam! They're, They're gone. There's like a wall of awesomeness that douchebags can't cross, and you fucking party. There's fireworks. There's fucking fountains. There's fucking like there's you who fucking castles. I mean, whatever the you fuck you think. Oh my god! You, how do you marry Santa Claus? Okay, you know what's gonna happen? You marry Santa Claus. Fucking Gandalf and the other guy that married him are going to drive by in a Pegasus and say, what's up? And you're going to look at him and say, that could have been me. I've got to say one thing. All right, what's up? If you marry Santa Claus, the fucker lives forever. Oh, that's true. You marry Gandalf. Gandalf. You marry Gandalf at the right time. Guy's getting on a ship and sailing away in like six months and you're free. Okay, but... Gandalf but, will never die. But It'll does, be a lifetime of awesomeness. Are Santa, you getting on a ship with him and going away? Is that what happens? Shit, yeah. You know, that's a fucking party cruise. 
You're going out to fight fucking sea serpents and fucking... The back of that ship's got a rock climbing wall. Are you fucking high? The Shire Bikini Gavin, Gavin McLeod's running shit. Oh, my He's God. Like, I gotta get away from these hobbits. We're going on a cruise. <laughs> Holy shit. Kathy Lee's there. Do this thing. Oh, Dude, you I, win. I think Thou you win. shall be awesome. <laughs> Oh my god. Fuck you, Mary Gandalf. If you go any other way, you're wrong. My, my hat is off to you, sir. And I think it's pretty clear, though, Alan Moore dies. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we can all agree <laughs> yeah, on that. Bottom line, Alan Moore's dead. <laughs> Although I would shave his beard off and wear it with Gandalf. <laughs> We'd fucking party like rock stars. Both doing this the whole time. Yeah. I was terrified this one was going to be about ZZ Top, so, you know. Oh, God, I'm all... But if you want ZZ Top to play on your fucking party <laughs> bus, they're going to be there. Yeah, because... be like, make it happen. People like, what, you want fucking ZZ Top in the front room and fucking Naked Mariachi Band in the back room? <laughs> Done. Go party, homie. Go. Enjoy your life in my Yoohoo Castle. <laughs> oh, we need a new shirt. Yoohoo Castles. Uh... Oh my god, I'm all sweaty and shit from laughing. Yeah, oh my god. Dude, I'm crying. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. All right, man. Uh, we'll be... My my head hurts. Oh god damn it, man. We're great. That audio so quality fun. is garbage though. <laughs> audio quality is real bad. <sighs> but it was episode twenty-seven, right? I'd like to think the show sounds a little better now that I did that. We're gonna have to dig up that Gandalf. King Arthur's Roundtable bit. It was that, it was after that one that we decided that no matter what else happened, Gandalf was off the table. For right? Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he just he trumps it. He trumps everything. Well, I would just like to say uh, you're all welcome for that. <laughs> oh, oh, that shit was hysterical. And now you're here. It I all know. it all makes sense now. Yeah, there was a lot of full circle on that shit, man. That was nuts. Who would have ever thought? I forgot that I sent that in until <laughs> I started hearing it. I'm like, wait a minute. That's well, that was mine. That was young, Kelly. That was like, you, you were like 16 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a long fucking time, guys. Jesus Christ. Since uh, what? We launched in March of 09. So it's yeah, and, then, and the podcast I, started I in on the wizard boards when Brian Cunningham was helping me with my Spanish homework. Yeah. <laughs> and then the podcast started April 09. I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. it wasn't long after the actual site started. Yeah. Back when I was like, hey, guys, check it out. Let me explain to you all what a podcast is. <laughs> and I was like, like it'll, okay, nev- it'll never work. <laughs> well, that's great. Let's take a break because much like. You know, it did back then. I'm all tired. Need to walk away now. Mm-hmm. Because that was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. You're goddamn genius, Jose. The good old days, man. So Bringing them back. The, the What do you like to call it? Uh, what what kind of era? Oh, ad- fucking attitude ad- era. That goddamn <laughs> attitude era podcast. <laughs> Just oh, straight shit. up nailing it. Fuck Mary. You can't fuck Mary kill in this climate. <laughs> Not in this climate. Alright, let's take a break. We'll get back in a minute. Alright, love you kids. Bye. Break!
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out. Ripped.panelsonpages.com. 24-hour limited edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. We got a couple uh, <clears throat> population lifers in the chat, and Sheila brought up the first awful show interview that Lee and Kerouac did that oh, was, yeah. was essentially the start of what the podcast would become. And uh, like I said in the chat, you know, the podcast wouldn't be the podcast if it weren't for the awful show. No, and, the, and the population wouldn't, wouldn't be the same either. Like, a lot of the people that we're still friends with today are, you know, thanks to... The awful show. Shit, your wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think we've outlived a lot of those shows in that same kind of era, too. It's kind of crazy. Kind of nuts. Yeah, I was thinking about that just a minute ago, how we've got some some, some genuine uh, lifers in there. Like, I'll check. Every once in a while, I'll check the, the downloads and, like, you know. Whatever the numbers aren't huge every time, but there's always every week, every week, somebody or a couple people go back and they download every fucking episode, and that makes me smile every time I see it. Yeah, uh, Juggalo John says he's he came from the awful show too. <clears throat> I think a, a good, I mean, it was Wizard, and then it was the awful show that was, you know, the those two communities converging. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it was Wizard for me. I. I can't say I actually ever listened to the awful show. No, I, I, I missed that whole connection. I, I only knew about this because of knives. Because right, I brought him into Soul Switch. He brought me into this, and we see which one of those lasted. Yeah, <laughs> one of those worked out much better than the other one. But you know, it, it, yes, it did. But in to both, be fair, we made the same. Were learned. To be fair, we made the same amount of money from both. <laughs> that may also be true. But I, no, I see today I no, saw uh, the podcast is. It brought in more money. Yeah, though. it has. It has. It absolutely has. We had a dunk tank. God damn it. Yeah, fuck yeah. What did I, what did I see today? Something about uh, how Snapchat is like uh, uh, Snapchat's losses are way outweighing its profit over. Like Snapchat's in trouble. And I looked at that and I said, how the fuck did we ever think we're going to make money on the internet if fucking Snapchat can't do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, at the time, we were naive. We were naive. And also... It was right after Wizard took a dump, you know, the the magazine ended, and the website was ending, and the forums, and I guess we didn't really have a good grasp on the the market. Like, we thought we were going to be the only game in town, but obviously we... Also, but it, and it was very different back then, too. Yeah. Like, um, um, and it's not like 
we were fucking barking nothing. Like we we had a pretty hot flash there for a minute, but the and I, I talked about this a little bit with my brother because my brother's got a very successful uh, website, modernhorrors.com. Yeah, fucking um, dick. <laughs> and a very successful podcast. Huge <laughs> shout out to those guys. Mm-hmm. And you can't say that you know like what happened with us is that like you know we were fucking riding pretty high, uh, and then kind of the game changed, and we were like, uh, we don't play that game. We weren't the listicle site, but the funny thing is, we were kind of ahead of the curve. Yeah, a little bit. A yeah, lot of with stuff. our six, but we didn't do the. Oh, what's up? Oh, Newsarama got to Kelly. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you there? Uh, they got him. <laughs> we're gonna get a ransom note or a collar. With He'll come back. He'll come back. We're gonna get a call from a yeah, guy. Yeah, no, we, we did like the back in the day, but we just kind of format them a little differently, and like just some yeah, of the shit we were, that um, we were no stranger to doing lists, doing fucking fluff pieces, but it was shit that we were interested in. It wasn't we didn't have any sort of business plan that was like we need to create a list that will get certain amount of clicks in a certain amount of time. We were everything we wrote, we were writing for us. Yeah. From the heart, from the heart, yeah, and and there was some huge response to some of that shit too. But just the, but just the, the the game change and the social media became what it was, and just it just wasn't quite the same. And it became kind of clear what you had to do to really kind of get ahead. And like, you know, none of us ever really said it, but we're all like, I don't do that. Well, <laughs> and I mean, I I feel like we tried a little bit, but sure, it just wasn't sustainable with you know paying jobs like regular lives. Like putting up the latest trailer when it breaks, and you know having people who read your website sharing other people's version of the trailer, you know that it's just it wasn't sustainable. Trying to have it. kids and shit. It was like, oh god, <laughs> you know, break, hard breaking. Can you news. hear me? Yeah, we can hey, hear there you. Now. Is. Okay, good. That was weird. We thought Newsarama got you. I know. It's <laughs> all of a sudden it was like your connection has been lost, and now there's two of me. Oh no! Oh, they brought in the clone, the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> we we were walking down the street in New York yesterday, and there was a group of people waiting for a bus. And I swear to God, there was like twenty of the same chick, and I thought it was clones. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't. Know. I'll fuck. I'll never stop doing this. <laughs> like, it's, it's, this is this is fun. No, unless suddenly it's like, hey, every time you make a podcast episode, you have to pay $20 to the <laughs> Internet King. Yeah. No I, fucking go underground. We'll go gorilla. I feel like yeah. we got a sweet spot right now where none of us have to put too much into it, but we have a good time every week. We enjoy doing it, and people are still listening. I think if any of that, any of those ingredients were to fall off, it would make things different, but I also think yeah. it's a good springboard for us to do something different in the future. Because uh, somebody—I'm not going to name names—but somebody got a little fired up when he found out that somebody that might have previously employed the Eleventh Hour had their own podcast that might have had a similar name to it. So, <laughs> not Possibly. naming no names. <laughs> <laughs> not naming no names. <laughs> Just saying. So you know. Oh, don't worry. We're not saying that that December's uh, right around the corner. We're not <laughs> saying that the panels on pages is dead in the water. I mean, it has been for a while. You know, not a whole lot of new content going up, but it there's there's still dead. there's We're still there's still opportunities there. Well, yeah. what's funny is you know going into the news stories, 
and I'm talking about how nobody was covering this one story. And Mary was like, well, it's funny that you say that because, I mean, Pop didn't cover it. And I was like, woman, we don't cover shit. <laughs> no one no one reads us. Like, it doesn't, It wouldn't matter if we covered it. We could it. cover it all yeah. day long yeah. and nothing would happen. Yeah, it was, it uh, made a bigger impact sending out uh, pissy tweets throughout the day. And yep. the knives getting me all fired up. Oh, yeah, fucking, it was great, man. Like... <laughs> It, it was uh, dominoes, and then and then it got it got a lot of people fired up. It seems great, did it? So uh, you know, talk some news, y'all. Let's talk some news. I didn't do headlines, yeah. so we'll just we'll just go through the stories. But and also like just fucking you know, if you've been a lifer, if you're brand new, whatever the fuck, just thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. And thanks for so- uh, putting our voices into your ears for whatever time of life you've chose to let us in. Yeah, you know, at some point what? you gotta realize we've been parts of people's lives, some of them for a very long time. That's, right. That's really special. I appreciate that. We witnessed one guy grow up. Yeah, a couple guys grow up. One of them is yeah. fucking right here. Oh, Kelly! It's <laughs> adorable. I'm a grown-up now. Not grow up. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb and going to assume kelly you did not see thor this weekend no i didn't have a chance to see it but lee did you i did okay cool well we'll we can we can talk a little bit of thor without giving away too much as to not uh spoil kelly because jose and i saw it tonight cool uh, um we were not able uh, to see it uh, opening I'm, night obviously because we were in like, new york yeah we went to see it sunday yeah uh, yeah i really enjoyed it i liked it quite a lot Fun, uh, fun time. It was fun. I, I really liked it. I mean, really can't say anything I didn't like about it. But like, I, it, it wasn't like you know God's gift to movies that people made it out to be, though. I I can agree with that sentiment. Uh, um, I know I had no real problems with it. I don't know if I was a little tired, but I did drift off a few times. My my eyes closed. I did have a busy weekend, and I was waiting for more. But what I got wasn't in any way bad no it was i mean it's really good it's yeah. quite good it's it's a lot of fun it's funny um it looks cool it looks fucking rad uh, it looks very unique but also holds a kind of a, a visual continuity to what we know the aliens of this world look like thanks to like guardians sure sure you know? very guardians colors yeah. the aliens uh, like it, I, but but not to the point where like it's aping at the point that we're like it should look a little bit like Guardians. Sure. You know, you know, we're in space and shit like that. Like, they shouldn't look radically different than what we've seen before. So I, I like that. I really kind of appreciated that. I said to Jose as we were leaving, like, the Marvel movies, they get these different directors, but visually the movies look very similar to the point where this could have been a James Gunn movie, but it was Taika Waititi. Yeah. Like and it, I think that's kind of you got to think this by design in sure. a big way, you know, because like they're trying, they're telling a big ass story. It's, like, and, it's more like it, a, it's more like a TV series with like three episodes a year, more than it is three movies. Yeah, and, and there's it, nothing wrong with that. I kind of like that. And I know? think they're utilizing the directors more for help with the storytelling, not so, and the tone, not so much the, the look of it. Yeah, but like Jose and, uh, said, um, 
you know, uh, a Winter Soldier looked, had a different look at times than the other Marvel movies. Not super drastic, but it did. Yeah, but still fit in where it needed to fit, sure. you know. Uh, I really liked it. I think I thought there was the Doctor Strange stuff was fucking fun. Yep. Yes. But what's, that's one of my faults with uh, the movie. Okay. Was I think it's fucking Bush League to have the end credit of one movie be just a shorter version of a scene of a movie later. Like they did with Ant-Man and Winter Soldier? And like Thor uh, and Iron Man 2? <laughs> Got you. I can go on. I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, still. but I think we knew that. We knew that was the case because Taika Waititi directed that scene from Doctor Strange and was going to be a part of Ragnarok. But I had completely forgotten about Doctor Strange. Yeah, me being too. I it. totally forgot about it until the fucking, you know, slingwing stuff going on. I'm like, oh, that's right. He's fucking in this. And, you know? and the music, well, like, I don't r- really recall the music from Doctor Strange, but he had a definite theme that you could tell in Ragnarok that yeah. that stood yeah. out. I loved it. But and, by, by three things, that's one of them. The other was that at times some of the music seemed like that wasn't the original choice, but because the 80s thing hit so hard with the trailer, they put it in. I, I can kind of agree with Jose uh, in it it did seem like some of the music could have been added after the the fact but like there you was know, the, a score but they added 80s to the score they kind sure, of were, sure. I I feel like if the score wasn't kind of synth 80s people would have been disappointed because yeah. that that is definitely what that second trailer made it out to be and and I liked it that way like that's kind of what I was looking for was but they got fucking Mark Mothersbaugh to do the music yes yes oh, that's uh, cool. from right. Devo but, but, and but when Rugrats. did they get him did they get him Who knows? after the trailer and they didn't have the music done yet? Well, or... that's kind of how music is movies are scored. They shoot the movie, <laughs> then they score the movie. And... Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is but some they'll hire the composer before the movie. What I'm saying is, is, did the trailer come out? The '80s vibe worked, and they said, "Okay, let's get an '80s guy to score the movie." Or did they hire him, and that was? The goal the whole time. That's what I'm saying. And and also they used immigrant song twice, which right. was in that well, first the first two songs of the movie, which was odd to me that they they were the first two trailer songs back to back. The first song was immigrant song from the first trailer, and then the second song was that fucking hyper eighties, and that was the second song you heard in the movie. I don't know if immigrant song was always supposed to be in it. But I don't That's like that saying. they That's used why... it. I don't necessarily like that they used it twice. I'm not a big fan of using the same song, uh, especially a, a like a pop song, well, twice in one movie. Using that is like his theme song, right? Though. Like but when Batman you, gets shit going, you hear the. If you if you pay for a Led Zeppelin song, you might as well get your money's worth. But yeah, exactly. let me put this out there: uh, pop was one of the first. Uh, people to use immigrant song in a video about Thor, you know, yep. l- lest we forget. Yep, proof. So that and we created goddamn egg taco, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and we made Burnthal happen, and we invented Jesus. Shia LaBeouf. Exactly. <laughs> You're welcome, world. I really do. Like, I liked it. Well, well, my my last 
Oh, yeah, go for sorry, sorry. One more thing that I did not like. Um, and again, I, I love the movie. I really enjoyed it. And the fight scenes were cool, but a lot of CG where it didn't really have to be. And I felt that that hella fight was a lot like the fucking burly brawl from The Matrix. And I didn't like the burly brawl either when everyone turned into CG. Well, yeah. Like, she that... wasn't even CG. I mean, uh, human anymore. Eh, I don't know, man. Like, I think at some point when the scope gets that big, it kind of has to be. Not when it's a one-on-20 fight scene. You don't need to CG everything. She should not have been CG'd for a, a fisticuff. It was hand-to-hand -hand combat. You do not need to CG somebody for a hand-to-hand -hand combat scene. And she wasn't fighting like uh, anything crazy either. She was fighting as guardian troops. So that's just regular just body armor. That's what she was fighting. Now, I get her throwing the swords and shit like that CG, but at no point should Hela have been fully CG in a fight scene, is what I'm saying. Just she like the Burly Brawl. The Matrix proved... That the actors can do it, and it looks cool when the actors do it. So in the Burly Brawl, when Neo turned completely CG, I thought that scene kind of blew out of out of the tone the Matrix set. So that that bugs me. Kate using... Blanchett, Kate Blanchett did look hot though. Oh, yeah. she did. Uh, I I I did want to criticize it because the Hella bits and the Thor bits, it was two separate movies for a good part of the movie. Yeah, like it, yeah, was, yeah. it was very disconnected, which was a little bit of a bummer, but it makes sense in the context of the story. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, fucking Sakaar. Matt Damon's in this movie for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum was full Jeff Goldblum, and it was who, great. At who, who was the other guy? Was the other guy anybody? It I was uh, uh, Luke Hemsworth, yeah, the other Hemsworth's brother. Travis said it was what? Hemsworth's brother. Ah, uh, that's funny. And that's then cool. Sam Neill as Odin. Sam Neill, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, cool. Okay. Like, uh, I like the bit, you know, we're like, you know, kind of going into I'm like, oh, because I watched um, Age of Ultron earlier in the day. Just, you know, kind of see, nice. oh, where did we leave these guys, you know? And, like, very much in continuity. It's in this movie. He's like, I'm looking for Infinity Stones. Didn't find any. And he fucking busts Loki's balls about seven minutes into the movie. But it fucking breaks them down. Like, oh, okay, great. Cool. So <laughs> that's on the table. I kind of like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, Mary and I also talked about how uh, Marvel is big about if if people are complaining about continuity error, error, errors in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they will address them and cross those off their list. Yeah, uh, they yeah. had the bit about Jane Foster, which was super heavy handed, but obviously it, it's a way to write that out of the story. And then the Infinity Gauntlet in the Armory. And Hella knocks that over and goes fake. Because yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Because people complained that I interview with Feige talking about that a little more in detail, and I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, you know, it said it's bottom line. They kind of put that in there before they knew what they were doing ten years down the line. Like, okay, right. well, is there what we're we gonna do? And the backstory they crafted was, you know, as Odin and Hella are doing their thing, you know, conquering lands as she was not talking about. He said, okay. What would Odin do if he knew this thing was out there? Well, he'd make people think that he had it. Mm. So, like, so it was like it was, a, it was a show of force. But yeah, you know, nobody can fuck New with me. I already have like a gauntlet. A, when like he a, never actually did. Like, a, okay, a nuclear That's a he would do a nuclear deterrent kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I'm like, huh? I buy that. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I did like that. It was like as tall as her. She knocks it over. Fake. Yeah. 
fake. Yeah. Uh, Valkyrie was good. Uh, Valkyrie was super hot by the end of the yes, movie. <laughs> yes. I do feel like uh, Scourge was a little bit wasted. And especially having Dread as Scourge, having Carl yep. Urban as Scourge was, was a little wasted, but still good. It's, it, it, you know, it, it had to, it covered a lot of ground. Sure. The movie did a lot because you have, you know, Planet Hulk and you've also got this horror, this Thor movie happening like kind of the same time. Like it, it was rad. Like all the Hulk, the goddamn Hulk looked good. Yeah. Their bits were, their bits were great. <laughs> what those are, they're, they're, they're like Hulk, like raging <laughs> fire, Thor and more smoldering, smoldering fire. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the Hulk bits, it made me realize that we don't need a Hulk movie. He is no. he is much better in a third of someone else's movie because if if it's too long, he's gonna lose that special specialness, and then we're also gonna start to see the seams of the CG. I'm sure, yeah. but he that was just in, in the perfect amount and so well done and. Every time they do Hulk, the Hulk bits, you see more and more Ruffalo in it. Like, yeah. It's clear that it's Ruffalo behind it. It's not mm-hmm. just a big CGI green monster. Yeah, the part where they uh, where they uh, they kind of have him looking into the monitor, and they kind of fa- they kind of show his face reflected in the Hulk face. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, it's fucking him. Like, it's a hundred percent him. Look at him go. And oh, speaking of Hulk, either. I'm getting really bad at like kind of expressing what's going on in this shit, or my wife has gotten just exceptionally good at tuning me out when I'm talking about this shit. <laughs> because we're in the lobby, and I say something about Hulk, and she goes, "Fucking Hulk's in this!" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Babe, he's on the fucking poster." I'm like, I showed you a trailer with the whole, "Oh, he's my friend from work." She's like, "You did not." They go, "Yes, oh I did." My I'm like, God. I was very excited about it. <laughs> Uh, she just like, she... something about uh, uh, missing Iron Man. I go, we gotta fucking watch the Spider Man movie. I can't believe you didn't go see it. And she goes, I'm in the Spider Man movie. And I go, God damn it! I'm like, yes, he too was on that poster. You talk about robots too much. She's Must got, be. Must she's be. got to that point. She constantly thinks that everything you're talking about is a transformer. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. But uh, it was really good. But like people, you know, saying, "Oh, it's the funniest Marvel movie, it's the best Marvel movie." No, it's not. It, yeah. it's, it's it's good. I enjoyed I was... myself, but I did not leave the theater feeling like I did after. Like I really liked Guardians too. Not many people think Guardians two is better than the first one, but I came out of Guardians two just fucking pumping my fist. Civil I War to like if if it's not better, it is dead on yeah. even with the first one. And the... yeah, it's right up there. So, for me. I remember Civil War having the conversation as we stood up in Civil War and being like, hey, this feeling right now, it's like the complete opposite of seeing Batman v Superman. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and, and I really fucking love Spider-Man Homecoming, too. Um, And all that said, I think I would probably say that I enjoyed both of those a bit more than Thor, but that doesn't mean that Thor is bad. I want to see it again. fucking good. I want to see it again with maybe less of a a dickhead theater-going audience. uh, We need like a Thor-it Oh Back my god! I still never got to see it again. Well, um, it should be coming to the the like the dollar theater around the, here. The not so soon. dollar dollar theater. Yeah, damn good though. Really, really good. 
Yeah, uh, I liked it. Yeah, highly recommend. It's fun. The, stop with the fucking CG, folks. You know, no no spoilers. No spoilers, but the end credit scenes left a lot to be desired for me, personally. Yeah, yeah. They have been for the past couple of movies. But yeah. this is one movie away from Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, it's, from the, Infinity it's, it's War. the end game. They're they're doing it. So. Shit's about to change, uh, y'all. We saw the new Star Wars trailer and the new Black Panther trailer for the first time on the big screen. Couldn't avoid it. I, I was hoping to see the Black Panther trailer. All they showed, all they showed was that fucking new Justice League trailer. Oh, we didn't see a didn't Justice League trailer. And it just... It bummed me out again. I was like, <laughs> it looks so... boring. Like, you want to talk about CG? God damn. Like, just... It just, oh, it just, it looks really lame and uninteresting. <laughs> uh, s- uh, speaking of, looking forward to the next couple of weeks, Jose, are you going to be on the show next week? Or are you going to try and be on? Ooh, I don't know. And then the week after that, me and Mary leave for Ohio for Thanksgiving Wednesday morning. Oh, right. Fucking Thanksgiving is coming up. Right. So. But that will be the week, the the show after anime and the show after Justice League comes out, too. So I was going to suggest we take a couple weeks off, but then again, Justice League and anime. So I ain't seeing Justice League in the theater. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I'll tell you that one for free. I'm going to go. I'm going to go, but I can't go alone. I saw Suicide Squad alone. No, yeah. that sounds like. Oh, don't do that! Don't do that! I saw Wait, a picture I... of Stephen Steppenwolf from Justice League today, and he Ugh. looked he looked like the CGI Incubus from Suicide Squad. Yeah, I just uh, I saw Suicide Squad in a theater with like maybe five other people. I had nobody to go with me, and I, I can't. I need I need someone to hold hands. With. <laughs> yeah, is that just like the saddest five people you've ever seen? Yeah. What's was... up with goat? You get, get goat on that. Goat fucking he, he goes his goat's brother is like a huge movie guy, and he's the guy that like pre orders IMAX tickets like six months in advance. Mm. So they probably already got plans, but I, I'm I'm hitting him up. But I can't ask him in good conscience to go see it twice. <laughs> Even if I'll buy his ticket, that's not the point. <laughs> like I, I can't I can't do it to him. So we'll see. All right. Uh, the big story that broke today. Uh, was fucking huge story. Huge story is Bendis has left Marvel and he is now exclusive with DC. What? I legit never thought this would happen. I saw someone say this is as big as when Disney bought Marvel, and I was like, "Eh." I mean, I wouldn't go that far (laughs) for the comic industry. Yes, well, even then, I don't. Eh. It's close in the comic industry, I guess. We're talking twenty years, basically. Damn it, twenty years of just Marvel comics. Like it's kind of nuts, man. So what? What? Why? Why so Bendis? Maybe because twenty years of Marvel comics. He said, "Fuck it." They weren't letting him do what he wanted to. Well, I think they let him do what everyone's to do. Yeah, but you, when you've been there for 20 years, you have to assume. Yeah, you know what he can do? Write Batman. <laughs> you know, like you can't write Batman there, you know? 
So I think at some point, they've got to try to do other things. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm just fucking shocked that it happened. It's so kind of nuts. Um, but, like, I'm really enjoying the books he's writing right now for Marvel. So it's kind of a shame because he's, um, you know, Bendis kind of. Bendis to me is at his best when he's doing the shit that he loves and when he's not doing the big event stuff. Because Civil War II was a fucking garbage fire. Yeah. His Iron Man books have been really good. Jessica Jones is good. That Defenders book is fucking great. That book's really good. Really good. And um, I like Jessica Jones. Um, even uh, the the Spider-Man book, the Boston Brown Spider-Man book is pretty good. Like, I'm digging this stuff. So, sad to see it, but sad to see it go. But what the fuck does he do? Because like, Tom King is killing it on Batman. Like, he just does not do that anymore. Like, he's like, let him have that. Like, so what, what's... I, I think... I came up with what he's doing. Action Comics 1000 is coming up. Oh. What's bigger than a 1,000th issue than a 1,000th issue with the DC Comics debuting Brian Bendis? I'm not mad at it. I mean, in all honesty, I would feel kind of bad for Dan Jurgens. Because he is the Superman guy of, like, the 90s and now modern era. So I'd kind of feel shitty for him. But you gotta do it. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know that I give a fuck, because I'm not a big Superman guy. I mean, in all honesty, what I would like him to take, like, detective comics and kind of turn it into a more street-level crime book. Detective comics, or even like a Gotham Central thing again, or and then bring Moon Knight into it. <laughs> the question: Spider Woman's there for some reason. Interesting, interesting time. I just, I, I, don't, I it's hard to even speculate because it could be like literally fucking anything. Yeah, <laughs> anything at all. It's kind of nuts, but I just, holy shit. Utterly unexpected. It's absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll have to times. keep an eye on that one. Uh, another okay. one that we need to keep an eye on is uh, Lucas Siegel. Uh-oh, here, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the block's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it broke on Twitter on Friday, I believe. And, and just Twitter. Just Twitter. Lucas Siegel, former editor of Newsarama and ComicBook.com. A name you've probably seen a lot on stuff if you have been reading comics internet any time in the past 15 years. But it's not like he's he's Brian Michael Bendis. Right, 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 right. But he's been an integral part of the comics community for a decade, pretty much. And... Um, you know, in this climate, <laughs> yeah, uh, if shit. if you're a serial harasser or abuser, you're getting called out whenever someone gets the gets a chance. Whenever you leave yourself open, somebody's going to call you out. And uh, uh, somebody called him out about uh, he he tweeted something like, "I'm so sad, you guys." And um, <laughs> that that was my favorite part of it, it's where his ex wife comes out and. Posts this whole thing about what what happened, and his response: 
guys, I'm so sad. No, no, no. That was um, the I'm so sad was before the I'm so was sad. That? The I'm uh, so sad tweet yeah. was November third, which would have been Friday. Friday, yeah. The ex-wife's post was the sixth, which was today. Okay. So Lucas Siegel on November third tweets pretty feeling pretty darn sad right now, guys. And Amy Ratcliffe at Amy underscore geek, who is a newsarama or no no not newsarama, uh associate editor editor at Nerdist. Uh, Lucas Siegel says, feeling pretty darn sad right now, guys. And shit, I lost it. God damn it. Feeling pretty darn sad right now, guys. And Amy Geek says, are you feeling sad because you sexually harassed multiple women and they're starting to speak up? And then he goes, oh, I'm very sad that I made you or anyone else feel that way. Not what I was referring to last night, but I won't deflect and simply say sorry. So. Uh Uh-huh. And then we get a, uh, which is, they should have a Twitter just for screenshotted apologies for when you get called out for sexual harassment because that's becoming what Twitter's all about. Uh, so so he <laughs> he screenshotted his his net note app on his phone and and put out an apology which so was kind do that of, in even 280 characters. Which was kind of like not really an apology. No, it uh, wasn't at it, all. It was like, my it was like part of that is like when people say stuff like it's recently come to my attention uh, yes. that I may have harassed some people in the past decade. Like, fuck off. And then all of a sudden... I've, I've suddenly learned I should not take my peeper <laughs> out when I'm at comic conventions and rub it on the back of women's thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I was not of the modern decorum of the time, and I apologize. That <laughs> Uh, no longer wear sweatpants on stage. <laughs> uh, so his apo- it has come to my attention that when I'm doing a panel, I should no longer put my penis inside of a burrito and say hola. <laughs> Top ten times Lucas Siegel put his dick in a burrito at a panel. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just learned that like, women don't actually like the popcorn bucket trick. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Jigsaw. Shaw. <laughs> and then uh people people did not take kindly to his apology and more and more people like all like immediately a bunch of people come out and said, Yeah, he's fucked up, he's done this, this, that, and that. So it was just it was an opening of the floodgates. And then his ex-wife, Janelle Aslin, who has been at the center of a, f- a few other uh, comics harassment dealios. I forget which one. I don't think she was part of the Brian Wood thing, but she was definitely – she had problems. She worked at DC, and I think she might have been uh, – remember the story about how they won't no, hire – Exactly, exactly. I think yeah. she was yeah. the lead voice behind that whole thing. So yeah. she w- used yeah. to be married to Lucas Siegel, and she comes out with this story on her Patreon, uh, basically saying that um, he's a rapist, and he has he when they were married he would harass and uh, grope people constantly in front of her. Uh, I just don't get it. No, I don't get it. I, it. How is it so hard to not be just awful? Rapey? 
I've been thinking about it a lot today, and like you know, I, I, it's possible for you to say basically anything and have it be misconstrued, and somebody could take offense to it, right? Like, I mean, like I want to say In even this the most climate, climate, yes, yes. Like so, yes. <laughs> we were no, talking no. about a very thin line today about yeah, but like you know, you could just be like, hey, <clears throat> you look nice today. And somebody gets their titties in a twist. Right? Like, <laughs> Don't say it that way. <laughs> God damn it, Lee. <laughs> you know what I mean. Again, we're talking about intent here. Like, so you know, you can. I believe what you meant to say was boobies in a book. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Like, you know, but you can say things that could be misconstrued. Now, granted, you know. One of the things I saw about him was, uh, yeah, Lucas Eagle, before he introduced himself to me by name, offered to let me stun his lap at a convention. I'm like, that's, you can't say that. That's fucking creepy and gross, you dickbag, right? But never fucking put your hands on a person if they didn't say, hey, put your hands on me, you prick. Like, don't grab people, you fuck faces. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> It's very simple. Just keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know what's so hard about that for dude. God damn it! But if if you're in a situation where maybe you didn't keep your hands to yourself, then you need to correct that behavior, apologize, and don't turn it into a pattern. Yeah, maybe seven gropes deep. Like, oh shit, maybe this is something I shouldn't be doing anymore. Like, like I don't <laughs> like this. I don't. I don't. I were we talking about Weinstein the last time we were talking about harassment? And I was like, I admit that I blackout drunk. I grabbed a butt once, but it was once. If it was three, then that's a pattern. That's something. That's a problem. Well, see, I that feel we like need to the look Weinstein at. thing is a little different because, like, while I think that there is absolutely a level of like you know predation and super just gross and like appalling behavior there i think a lot of the weinstein thing is like an insane fucking power trip oh yeah. sure 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 but like, you can't say that maybe that didn't play a part in this and well as well even though it's yeah, maybe even it's though it's just low scale. level fucking comic book websites yeah maybe like just I said on Twitter today, you know, I wanted to clear the air just because I, I went a little ham on Twitter about this. And we'll get to the reason I really went ham. And I wanted to clear the air, make sure that if anyone tried to come back at me, that they would have no ammunition. I said, I grabbed a butt once. Uh, I was mean to the princess cast. And I basically used pop to try and meet women. All right. But like, I never groped. Well, except for that one time, <laughs> I like I wasn't gross about it, and that's that's where it began. And oh, and four hundred episodes of a podcast where I said awful shit every week, right? right that, yeah. That's all you got on me. Like, if you can dig something else up on me that's worse than that, good on you, and I will cop to it and apologize and make amends however I can. But I I don't think you're gonna. I honestly don't think you will. I just can't. I I can I can sympathize a lot. Like you know, I'm a, I'm a big devil's advocate person, you know. But I can't even get in the headspace of the kind of fucking person that would think that any of this shit is okay. <laughs> like I've known Jose for twenty plus years, and when the two of us are together, we say some fucked up shit. 
Correct. Oh, of course you do. But yeah, because that's your friend. But it's also not just a stranger where you walk up to him and be like, "Hey." But when we're got, in got the presence, for you to sit when in. we're in the presence of other people, especially women, we are respectful. We are polite. Goddamn professionals. Goddamn professionals. Charming, even at times. Oof, oof. Sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> just making people from the toy industry just fall in love with us. You know, maybe yeah. that's the fucking rule. I mean, it was like, hey, if you would only say this around your boys, maybe don't say it to the stranger woman you just met. Right. There you go. Like even. I like know, that we, rule. We we made make fun of Kerouac sometimes. But even when Kerouac was at his wildest, at his drunkest at C2E2, he was only humping dudes. <laughs> and no, like, that's, that's 100% true. When he was, like, not to say that humping dudes is okay, but it was, in the context, it was okay. Everyone yeah. was fine with it. Yeah. And even like, with all of his... Rest, not even once. Even with all of his conquests, it was all... As far as we know, it was all consensual. Like, like Kerouac did some gross shit, but like everyone was into say, it. I would say alarmingly consensual. Yeah, <laughs> like shockingly consensual. But let's get to the bigger story here, because we all know that there's fucked up shit going on in the comics industry: sexual harassment, sexual abuse. I saw an uh, amazing tweet today that said if Harvey Weinstein worked in comics, he'd still have a job. Yep, and it's true. Oh, but, yeah. Fucking uh, hell, that's savage. So we were in New York Friday when uh, I got a Facebook message about this this whole ordeal. And I was ready to go ham, but I was like, you know what? I'm fucking busy this weekend. I ain't got time for this <laughs> shit. But I got back into town last night. And I woke up this morning, and I went looking for some podcast news. And I knew that story was going to be on my list because I, f I felt it was a big story. Not a single fucking comics website wrote a story about it. And this is, this is a four-day-old story now. Not Bleeding Cool, not The Mary Sue, not definitely not Newsarama, not CBR, not The Comics Beat. Nobody. Nada. Nothing. If one of those sites had written a story, I would have copied the link, posted it in the pop form, and been done with it. But the fact that no one in this fucking gross industry wrote a story about it when, in this climate? <laughs> this climate. <laughs> like, the, like, I feel like we've all come to an agreement, like, let's get them. Let's, every single one of these dudes, let's get them. It's time. So why is it taking everybody else? Why is it taking four? You can't just get out of it by saying you're gay now, right? Why is it taking four plus days for us as an industry to write a story about this guy who's apparently been harassing people for a decade, who was a high-ranking member of the comics journalist, the comics press? So I went a little ham on Twitter, but my my Twitter's private. So I then retweeted my tweets. I took a <laughs> screenshot and put it on the, the pop account. And then my boy Kelly over here got into it. And and I Kelly started in and I just had to sit back and watch. <laughs> and I and I just started retweeting Kelly from the pop account. And then Kelly got fucking uh Jill Pantosi involved. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kelly I know that name. Kelly got Jill Pantosi involved. Kelly got 
Uh, Chris Arant, Arant from Newsarama involved. Kelly, good dude. Good Kelly dude. got the discussion going again when no one was discussing it. And uh, you know, I've got on the tweet deck, I've got a uh, a column set with a Lucas Siegel search, and I just started seeing numerous people at mentioning other sites, being like, "Hey, where's the story about this? Where's the story about that? Where's the story about this?" So hopefully by the time we wake up tomorrow, someone's got a goddamn story about this. Yeah, I was messaged by uh, Jude Terror from Bleeding Cool. Yeah. Who said he is in the process of working on an article. He just needs to get some, he needs to double source some things and stuff like that. And Jude Terror, despite his weird ass name, is a guy who will vet his sources for sure. Yes. He so he's one of the guys and I the only uh, mention of this in all of comics was on the comics journal <laughs> in a uh, piece written by Tucker Stone who I said this on Twitter I'm one of I don't agree with everything he says but he's one of the more I want I guess interesting voices in comics where he actually has something to say and actually has takes on things like this not just fucking vanilla yeah so that is a guy I'm not shocked at all that he wouldn't shy away from mentioning this. I just I understand on one side of the of of the fence vetting your sources, but on the other side of things, he Lucas Siegel put out a public apology and basically admitted wrongdoing. His ex-wife posted a public blog post about their time together and what she witnessed. And, like, you know, quite frankly, implicated herself in some shit. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't have to vet sources for either of those. You can post a story with just screenshots or links to those two things. Like, Which hey, is what half you motherfuckers do anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it, paste Twitter bullshit. Hack-ass motherfuckers. Fucking exactly, Lee Rodriguez. Like, like if this again, were that, any that, of that's that's the game we were talking about earlier. The game that changed that we got out of. Right. Like I was not interested in writing articles that was just, hey, here's a series of fucking tweets Dan Slot put out today. Yes. Like if, I don't yeah. want to do that. If that's Tom all fuckers do, but not these. If Tom Garbage journalism. If Tom Brevoort was bitching about Rich Johnston on Twitter at four fifty eight PM, Rich Johnston would have a story on Bleeding Cool at five oh one. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah, and then once Rich Johnson was done, CBR would have recapped their bitching back and sure, forth on right, bleeding cool. Right. Like, you know, it would have hit every fucking one of them. But, you know, with Lucas Siegel, we got to vet all of our sources, you know. We, we got to make sure we got all of our ducks in a row. Fucking yeah, fuck bullshit. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gross. Goddamn bunch Kelly, of just hacks running this I made, circus. I made the point, and Kelly also made the point even better. It's like, you have to assume that nobody has run a story on this so far because they know there's more of them. And they're probably just guilty themselves. And, yep. and as soon as one falls, they're all going to fall. And you know what? Burn it all down. Yeah, burn it, it all. Make down. room for us, motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't even want it at this point. No, give it, give it to the women, give it to the Amazons. Let them have it. Yeah, the ones that have fucking clearly been suffering in silence yeah. for this time this long. 
And I, and I saw somebody today, like, and it, it happens from time to time, too. People are like, oh, well, God, why did it take this long for, you know, someone to speak up or whatever, you know, and all this. And like, well, I had no frame of reference for this exact thing, obviously. You know, my, my frame of reference is completely different. Like, I've had some shit in my personal life with some family members that you do occasionally bump into people in the same circles. And when it comes, oh, hey, how sudden such? Like, you don't fucking put them on blast right away. You can't do that. So you have to fucking dance and scare them. Like, oh, yeah, it's, 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 fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because, like, at some point, it's not worth the fucking bomb in the moment or, like, the bomb of your life or you don't want it getting back to that person. Like, it's not it's not as easy as just some shit happens and you fucking put somebody on blast the next day. Like, and that's even the, you know, it's not even the same as, you know, some fucking creep at a convention trying to put his dick on your butt. Like, it's just, it's not <laughs> just, ew, so gross. Hey, get your like, dick off my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. But you Stop can't look at my weenie. <laughs> I'm, not looking, I'm not looking at your dick on my butt. <laughs> not okay. The old, your anus's eye hole keeps looking at me. <laughs> and I wanted to say hello. I don't know why he sounds like this now, but he does. It's because of that fucking whack-ass apology. <laughs> hello, I'm a pervert. My name is Pervert Jones. Whack-ass motherfucker. Yeah, and fucking shame on it. Literally everybody else in charge. Literally everyone. Shame yeah. on all of you. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> fucking your parents would be so proud that you guys fucking did great fucking internet reporting this week. <laughs> you guys did all the interneters proud, you and your blogs and your bullshit. <laughs> Jose, uh, like we've been talking about this in the pop cat pop chat on Facebook. And then Jose was the first one on the call tonight, and he's like, "So what the fuck's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> and like, I didn't mention it to him at all over the weekend because I'm like, I don't have the fucking bandwidth right now to deal with explaining all of this to Jose. So we'll just wait until the show. And the thing is, if you hadn't said anything, I would not know anything about this because I've pretty much divorced myself from comics Twitter at right. this point because it's just a cesspool of bullshit. And and you know, like. When when I started hitting all my usual sites where I look for news and I realized that I wasn't finding that story, I had to dig through Twitter to go back and, and find that information. Like it was old news by today by by yesterday even. Had we not been the intrepid reporters that we are, this no. story would have been There's dead. Solid fucking work the real hot stories <laughs> and the funny thing is it wasn't even really work it was just saying things enough and then having people notice <laughs> but we Which, said like, good things it's kind of how it works now and we said it yeah well. that's the saddest part about it is i didn't really do anything I just said some stuff, and then some people said some stuff back. And, and the right people saw it, and the the right people also said things. And <laughs> here we go. Here, but by, by the by the way, here you go. Um, I don't want to read the whole thing, but this for context, this is why he has that voice now. 
because the 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 uh, the, the the apology begins, and I quote. Yesterday, I learned that some women in the geek journalism industry have been harassed by me <laughs> with my words and actions. To anyone that I have made feel marginalized, disrespected, unsafe, or less than in any way, I am deeply sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do declare they were harassed by me, and I just found out. <laughs> like, Fuck off! Ugh. Fucking creep. Oh, um, Ice T SUV just tweeted 14 minutes ago. Metal ex- medical examiner says she was high on something called Lady Heaven. It's a suppository for elephants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's got screenshots too. Yeah, it's Kelly, so good. Kelly, you're you're one of my favorite people. <laughs> I want you to know this. And I'm so thank pr- you. I'm so proud of the work we did today. <laughs> we did it, <laughs> and I feel like if we can get one motherfucker fired, then it'll all be worth it. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like we've done a little bit more that we can't talk about. <laughs> Not yet. Mm-hmm. Well, <sighs> what it, else? Anything else we're talking about? Oh, uh, I mean, I've got a few other stories here. Uh, there was the news that broke yesterday about Disney. Uh, working on possibly buying up 20th Century Fox. But that kind of died on the vine, which, yeah. you know, is good. But also, you know, a deal between Disney and Sony died a couple times, too. So, uh, wh- It's happening. Explain to me, Lee, explain to me what what is the what are the negative aspects of a possible Disney-Fox deal? Uh, monopolies and conglomeration? But they yeah. wouldn't really be a monopoly because they're still universal. They're still, but there'd be one less competitor. There would be, but and that's the thing. One less. But are they really competing? Competitor. Yeah, like well, yeah. all the best shit comes from Disney. Yeah, I, I know. And like, and it's something. It's it, it is a lot under one umbrella. Like it's it's not great. And like and like no, like I know a lot about a lot of shit. Like I, I know like no one company can own. Two broadcast networks. Right. Well, no but the, one man should have all that power. <laughs> the, the, you know what? Yeah, exactly. The stories that I read said that they wouldn't take, uh, Disney would not take the sports or the news aspect, and they would not be able to take uh, the Fox network because they already have ABC. Okay. And, there you go. You know, well, there you go. Antitrust yeah. don't allow them to own two broadcast networks. Uh, Disney already, already has ESPN, so they don't need Fox Sports. And they already have a news division, so they don't. So basically, need Fox they were news. looking to gobble up everything else that yeah. they didn't have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's just, it's kind of gross. It's not you know, cinema lap with my dick in your butt, gross, but it's still kind of gross. If it were anyone but Disney, I would Excuse agree. Excuse me, miss. Why don't you sit on my lap? <laughs> if if it were anyone but Disney, I would agree. But. Disney puts out all the best best movies doing good lately. Stuff. They are doing good like, stuff. They got the Star Wars. They got the Marvel. Man, like they they got the Pixar. They you know you and look also, the, you know all that Disney. You look they at the, even be doing Indian burns. Yeah, you look at the top ten grossing movies of the year every year, and eight of them are Disney movies. <laughs> right. It's because it's quality stuff. Yeah, it is. It and, is. And a Fox Disney deal. Would possibly mean Fantastic Four, X Men, 
possibly uh, I don't know who's holding things up, but it could possibly mean unaltered original Star Wars trilogy. Oh yeah, that's right. And oh. oh yeah, I forgot about that. Not to mention, you know, just other things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice stuff. Who who knows? Like, could the Simpsons do something with Disney? I don't know. Maybe. And really, what's what? What are the last great things that Fox has done besides X Men and and? Besides X Men, <laughs> I mean, aren't those uh, aren't those Sherlock Holmes pictures? Them, I like those. Those are fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't the last one in like 2010? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm searching. I don't know. I have two kids now. I don't see a lot of movies on Disney. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And yeah, it's yeah, not like it's going right. to kill independent film. You know, Fox is still a giant studio, so all they're gonna they're they're just gonna be trying to put out big budget movies. So it's it's not like we're hurting the little guy. Sure, uh, people are gonna lose their jobs, but there's still gonna be work there. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it, this ever comes to pass again. Um, we got casting for Shazam. Who gives a fuck? Uh, so Zachary Levy from Chuck <laughs> is going to play Shazam. I, I don't understand this casting. He, he's going to play Shazam in the CW uh, series of of Shazam. Fucking John Cena's right there. <laughs> yeah. He's right there. Well, I mean, and then you have just... a John Cena versus Rock Black Adam. Um, yes. Yes. Well, not yes! in the Shazam movie yes! though. He just needs to bulk up a little bit, I guess. They've got a kid too, and they're looking at Mark Strong to play. Uh, Adam. Let me guess, the bad guy, Doctor Savannah. Yes, the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess, Mark Strong is going to be the bad guy. But not the Rock, because the Rock is going to be in his solo Black Adam movie. Said to come out in the year 2017. <laughs> Smarch 2017. <laughs> yeah, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. And then, uh, what, New Warriors, right? Not on Freeform? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Freeform says they don't have room on their 2018 schedule for New Warriors, uh, which they are. They already have a series, right? Like that's they have like, a pilot uh, for it. There, there is a pilot, so uh, they're probably going to shop it around. Excuse me, um, maybe to this planned Disney streaming service. Fuck, I mean, man. there's plenty of places this place could go. I find it hard to believe that Freeform can't find a spot for it. Freeform is yeah, like kind of banging right now. Uh, how, how about this? How about this? Freeform uh, show. Harry Potter one less time a month, and, and you got <laughs> yeah, room yeah. for new warriors. <laughs> Shift some shit around. How about that? Put it on Hulu. Put it on Netflix. Put it on Amazon. Oh, if if that fucking runaway show does any kind of numbers, it'll be on Hulu. Sure. And then the last story. This is kind of fucked up, considering where me and Jose have been in the past couple of years. Uh, police raided Libya Comic Con. 
and arrested over 20 over morals and modesty. Oh. Second annual Libya Comic Con. Um, they arrested 20 people, organizers, participants, and visitors. Uh, and uh, because, like, let's see here if I can find. Essentially, because they're worshiping false idols and, you know, cosplayers not wearing skimpy clothes and shit like that. If I had to make a list <laughs> of Comic Cons you would never want to go to, <laughs> number one through seven is Libya Comic Con. <laughs> like, you can go fuck yourself and all your friends if you think I'm going to go to Libya Comic Con. No, but if you're no. Libyan, if you're Libyan, you would not even go. then. <laughs> not even then. Like no, because some level they gotta know what's up. Like nah, no, we'll go next door, anywhere but here. Ooh, that's Ooh. fucking terrifying. Some of those who were released had received a beating, had had their head shaved bald, and were given a religious lecture. Yeah, because you're in fucking Libya. It sucks over there. Ooh. Ugh. Well, you know, Jose and I made it out of Asia safely, but there were a couple, there were a few tense moments in our visits, like when the the tax man came at Delhi Comic Con and shook him down for more tax money, mm-hmm. and when we were riding around Dhaka and we kept hitting these uh, armed armed checkpoints, and they'd shine the flashlight in the window and see the white boys and wave us past. Okay, white yeah. boys go. Oh, WWE? Real, uh, real happy to be living here. <laughs> That's crazy town, man. Shit's kind of mm-hmm. fucked up here, too, you know? <laughs> but I guess it's not Libya Comic Con fucked up. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to shave your head for wearing a skimpy outfit. <laughs> crazy. And that is the news. Uh, fuck Lucas Siegel, and fuck all y'all for not writing stories about it. Goddamn hacks. <laughs> How about you do a cop? Top ten people you guys don't do articles on when they commit sexual offenses. <laughs> that was kind of Juan's joke on Twitter. Um, still, Juan, Juan, oh, said, Juan, who fucking dropped <laughs> Zach Ertz and won't goddamn trade me a, a wide receiver who scores you three points in the past two games. Juan says that that Juan on Twitter. He says still waiting on at CBR to publish ten horrible things done by Lucas Siegel and five we knew about. Oh, that's really good. See, yeah, I like I'm... my top 15 uh, times CBR ate its own tail article. <laughs> oh, that one was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, so good. Talk about comic books, get the fuck out of here. We're fighting the good fight, y'all. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. You guys. Captain America, 695. Boy, it's great. Yeah, it was good. So good. So, so good. It's almost like they got somebody uh, on this book to write Captain America that, like, gives a fuck about Captain America, which is the thing they haven't done, uh, you know, in about two years or so. Been a hot minute, because fuck every word the Spencer wrote about Captain America. <laughs> uh, it was great. It's uh, Mark Wade and Chris... Uh, I believe it's called Somni. If I'm, t- if I'm, if I'm, you're right. Remember my yes. history, right? Um, you know, fresh off their Black Widow, which is fresh off their Daredevil, doing the Lord's work in comic books. It's an awesome, 
feel good Captain America story. Not one where he's masquerading as a Nazi blowing up Las Vegas. So at first, I thought you said not one where he's masquerading. <laughs> you that know either. what? He didn't do that either. Um, man, looks great. Lots of, it's, I'm, I'm, oh boy, I'm very excited about it. I uh, can't wait for Mark Wade's DC exclusive contract in two years. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's happening. Um, let's see, what else we got? Astonishing X Men number five. Um, that book's starting to lose me. It's starting to lose me because it's, it's like, what the fuck has happened in two issues? It's, it's very much kind of treading water. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, kind of the hook of that book being, you know, every issue has a blockbuster artist on it. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, no disrespect, but like, you had some heavy hitters, and then there's just like this fucking dude. So, whose name I don't even remember because I don't even know who the hell it is. Um, so there's that. Uh, Batman the Devastator was fucking great, though. That was cool. That's the one with the crazy doomsday Batman. Um, maybe the simplest origin of all the Dark Knight Batman, though. Yeah. Uh, being, you know, hey, on his world, Superman went nuts, and so he reached into his pocket and had the handy dandy doomsday virus he always has on him, and Superman goes nuts and became a doomsday. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I buy that. I buy that 100%. Uh, they did the bit in the Justice League tie in where, you know, it's the the leaguers are caught in the, the Batman's various caves, and one of them, I don't remember which one, is like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, really. All of us have thought of ways to kill you. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> now we're just gonna actually do it. That's kind of amazing. That's great. Um, I love that. No matter what week it is, no matter what's going on, um, there are never more than two metal books out in a week. Yes, like they're not fucking around. Like it's it's this is the best executed comic book event I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, it's been a while since there's been one this good. So yeah, like, Bendis, like <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but the the story I like the story a lot. But just more than that, like they just they're not just it. It doesn't seem like it's just a cash grab. They're not just shitting in people's mouths, cramming out a whole bunch of new miniseries and just needless tie-ins. Like they all make sense within the context of the overall story and the books themselves and the characters. Like it's this really, really, really well done. It's 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 fucking great. It's really really good. Uh, what else? Uh. Spectacular Spider-Man number six was it's an interview with Spider-Man and Jonah where at the end of it, you know, he fucking takes his mask off and reveals he's Peter Parker, which is one of those weird things. It's like, didn't that happen 10 years ago? <laughs> but, <laughs> not but, anymore, it didn't. But not anymore, it didn't. And it, I mean, all that aside, it really was a very good issue. That issue was awesome. It really was quite good. Um, a lot of kind of, you know, and... Granted, yeah, Spider-Man unmasked back during the Civil War time, but didn't... We never got this, though. Like, this didn't happen. You, know, you never got the, 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 the conversation between Jonah and Peter, which is really well done in this, because yes. before that, you get, like, why Jonah hates him. And, you know, Peter kind of, as Spider-Man, like, kind of digging at him, but, like, maybe you're just being a prick to me for to be a prick, you know? And then kind of coming to a common ground together like it, it's really really well done uh fucking zadarsky man quite the writer yeah who would have thought yeah quite the writer and, and uh, out of nowhere the, and uh oh, fuck i forget the guy's name that's uh walsh uh drawn this issue yeah michael walsh michael walsh it looks very 
it looks very old school as a really muted color palette um the way that he kind of draws spider-man's mask when he draws jonah like they look like you know golden age spidey and jonah in a lot of ways it's very cool it's very very cool it was great um and then last one um boy i really like batman white knight i like it a whole whole lot so this issue has got uh, napier on trial uh, he walks, you know, on parole, whatever, for being Joker, and he kind of, you know, puts out that, you know, Batman and the the, the system has kind of created this self perpetuating business of crime in Gotham, and he's a victim of it, and blah blah blah. It actually makes a lot of sense. And he goes home uh, to his old hideout, finds Harley, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want this fucking guy. I want, you know, the Joker. What the hell's going on?" You know, and she's like, "We're in a Suicide Squad. Get up!" And you know, she kind of starts fighting him off and talking shit, and then she gets kicked in the fucking teeth. By like bodysuit Harley, who you know wants this version, wants this Napier guy, and you know it's revealed very much after that that at some point she left and a new Harley took her place, and Joker was so wrapped up in his bullshit and Batman he never noticed. <laughs> and, so, and so that's the difference between like you know you know bodysuit Harley and like you know who's your mama Suicide Squad Harley. They're different people. I'm like that's kind of awesome. That was pretty great. Uh, and so his plan is kind of coming together. Um, how he's going to take it to Batman to the city with all the villains and a uh, good bit with Bruce, the country club and good flashbacks with Harley and uh, Batman and Jason. It's, I really like it. I was going to be into it anyway, because you know, I think uh, Sean Murphy's one of like the best artists working today. And like, no one kind of knows it until now. I feel like he's kind of getting his due for the first time. Um, but it's a really fun story. I like it. I like the story quite a lot. I like it a whole whole lot. Now, you weren't loving it, Kelly, last time we talked about it. But I actually didn't read it. I, I just didn't. I wasn't into the concept of it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big big fan. I like it a lot. Um, hey, maybe you can tell me what the fuck is this thing they're advertising in DC Comics? This damage. Oh, that's uh. So there's a couple books coming out after or. Because it says from the pages of metal, and I'm like, no. Yeah, there's a couple things that are spinning out of metal. There's uh, damage. There's shit. I can't remember the other ones. Uh, the Terrifics is one of those books. Nope. Nope. No. No. Nope on Terrifics for sure. <laughs> what? How? I don't even give a fuck. Kelly's all about that amazing. Terrifics book. Don't give a fuck. It's Fantastic Four, but actually done. Oh, that thing. Yeah, that did look fun. I take that back. I remember that now. I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I remember that now. And Race. Tom Strong's in there, which I'm so fucking hyped about. Never mind. Never mind. I remember that now. That did look like fun. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'll never give a fuck about Mr. Terrific. I can't. I physically well, cannot no. do it. I'm, like, I'm not able. What else you got? What's the other going, Kelly? What do you got? I'm looking through my. Twitter feed to see if I talked about any comics I read because I don't remember any of them. You gotta uh, uh, scroll past all that hot fire you were spitting today. I know. Earlier today, I finished. I finally finished reading Dark Cybertron. All right, that on. was fucking great. Yeah, that's good stuff. It gets super weird. Oh, it gets really weird. And then somehow these books are so good that they got me with a death that I knew was coming. Like, I knew they were going to kill Bumblebee. And it still got me. Yeah. Because it just comes out of nowhere. 
Yeah, and and it's and it's uh and like when Megatron goes to save him, it's like fuck, yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, everything that comes after that now, like Megatron's transformation, is so good, so genius, and like especially Soundwave's reaction to it is, oh, it's so good, it's excellent. Like it's always good, but all that shit is about to get just next level because all the interaction with Rodimus and Megatron and Magnus and like what happens to Starscream now that Bumblebee's dead and he's like the undisputed ruler. <sighs> Beautiful stuff. Those books had no right to be as good as they are. No, they really shouldn't be. I don't know. Like, why are these comics about dumb toys so good? And why are they not like the number one selling book every month? Because they're amazing. <laughs> and the movies just suck so bad. They're so bad. So bad. Let these guys fucking do them. Yeah. Uh, the the public is not ready for a, a, a Transformers movie written by James Roberts. Yeah, I'd be into that. I'd watch they, that movie. They could handle it. The that public would understand. World we live in. Yeah, not in this climate. Not nope. in this climate. I'm very excited for you to see what comes next, Kelly. It's great. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really debating about jumping from these hardcovers to the trades, but then I'd lose my mind because my shelf wouldn't look right. I have bought those books a lot of times. <laughs> never in the hardcovers. That's because I bought them a lot of times. Yeah. Like I have the uh like the, they did this really nice as to have the trades, they put up this really nice like uh, slip cover of what they kinda call you know season one of more than meets the eyes. Like the first five volumes and this nice attractive slip cover thing. I'm like, well fuck Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that I remember when they made Super that. Nice. And if they ever do a season two, guess what? I had that bitch too. So. <laughs> I think I've bought them digitally like three times in three different humble bundles. <laughs> <laughs> it's always something extra. Something else. Anything nice? Nope. What you, Jose? And then we're talking about? Uh, nope. All right. Oh, actually, oh. no. One thing. Uh, I love Janet from The Good Place. Oh my god, The Good Place is so good. Yeah, is that that all? Just that? Yeah, just just Janet. That's fair. Love her. I like Janet. We can all use a little Janet in our lives. <laughs> I looked at Nicole today. I'm like, Janet's hot, right? She's like, oh yeah. Like okay, just check it. <laughs> just check it. Like she's not. I wouldn't say she's conventionally hot. No, no, she's, she's not. Got, There's something about it that makes her super hot. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's just like where you could say her name and she just appears and then she'll she'll get you whatever you want. And the the performance is just so great. It's so great. That super show funny. Fucking great. Good Place is excellent. Uh, Last Man on Earth is genius. Yeah, need to watch year. this episode, uh, this week's episode. Orville is still really, really good. Which got renewed for season two. Yeah, look at that. Look at those fucking guys. Yeah, good for those guys. Yeah. About it's time it. he does a show that gets fucking... No, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, he needed a win. <laughs> what is this, his third or fourth Fox show that, that's not a cartoon that he's given a go at? Wait, what? He, had, he did the Fox show with... Uh, uh, there was like the two brothers or the two friends and they they each had a dad and they were all living together or some shit. 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Was it Seth Green? I think it was Seth Green in it. Oh, wait. Yeah, but he wasn't in that one, though. No, he wasn't in but it, it was but I'm saying, show. like, this is, like, his third live-action show that he's been behind. Um, okay, I see what you're saying now. Uh, he also like, did... About time one gets a fucking season two. He did Cosmos. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was cool. Yeah, okay, he was behind that. Dads. It was called Dads. Dads. Seth yeah. Green and Giovanni Urbisi. And then he had a show with Rob Corddry called The Winner. Which I've never oh, heard of until he right now. executive produced uh, Blunt Talk, which is on Stars, and it's Patrick Stewart. Oh, that yeah. show was great. That yeah. show was great. Mary's was been really wanting to watch that. Back. I, I downloaded a bunch of that. Yeah, that's a show where every character is utterly bizarre. Yeah. but still It's very much like uh, Jonathan Ames' previous show, Bored to Death. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. God, I missed that show. Good stuff. It's a goddamn golden age of stuff, you guys. <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day, um, talking about uh, like Dark Tower and it, and um, Jill's game on Netflix, and he's like, "Yeah, that nineteen twenty-two whatever is on Netflix now. It's based on a Stephen King story." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Starting Thomas Jane. Oh, he's great. Yeah, Thomas Jane's great. You know, he talks. He starts talking about this show. Maybe it's called Wayward. Maybe something like that. It's a sci-fi show, sci-fi channel show. Um, Explain the content to me and how Tom James did it and how it sounds great. I'm like, hey, that sounds awesome. He's like, you should check it out. I go, no. Like, I won't. I'm not going to lie and tell you I'm going to watch that show. I'm never going to watch that show. <laughs> There's no fucking way I have time to carve out another show in my life. It sounds great, but no, not going to happen. <laughs> like, I, I believe you, but no. <laughs> Every time somebody's like, oh, you don't watch that? I'm like, no. No, I watch what I watch. It. And you know what? I kind of watch a lot. <laughs> There's no time for everything. So, no, I'm not watching Gifted. I'm sure it's fucking not watching Inhumans. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it, Captain. No. No. I got kids. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a job. I got jujitsu. I'm an old-ass man now. I got two fucking kids. They'd be and doing one of them, Indian burns. And one of them is about ball height, so it's been real sketchy the past couple of days. <laughs> So I was I was scrolling Ducking through. Ducking it like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> just just shucking it. Like, just dance all oh, over the fucking place. In there, that, that motherfucker will take your nuts out. Yeah. yeah. Such a sweet boy. Hilarious. Hilarious. All right. That's 400, guys. Look at that shit. <laughs> we did it. I did. Supersized. 400. I'm all just hot. Been laughing. How are your balls doing? Like, uh, like it... Have you been having to sit differently? Uh, not really. No. You got a like, sweet um, ass like nut pillow or something. No, no nut pillow. Because honestly, I, I don't notice it because it's not like um they only hurt like when I'm touching when they get touched. It's like okay, it's like it's every time I take a, when I step <laughs> with my right leg, that right one gets gray. It's like oh there it is, there it is. But like it never registers above like a let's see like a two or three tops. Like it doesn't okay. hurt a lot. So am I safe to assume that you have not started the the best of eighteen series? Well, <laughs> oh, oh jumping in, he got in early, folks. Probably shouldn't have, but did it hurt? No, no, no. It did That's not. good. No, I think, yeah. He's I'm on the table, and he's like, "Hey, if it's been uh, if it's a couple of days, and you're feeling up for it, you can go for some. You can." You know, go for some sexual activity. And so Sunday, the lady's like, all right. And I'm like, all right. So I, bet, we went for it. I bet she was real gentle. It was it was extremely careful. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was extremely careful. 
And so then I went to the bathroom and I fucking grabbed the dry erase mark and I put one on the mirror. <laughs> He's like, nice. did you really? I go, oh yeah, I did. You got to. Or you don't want to forget. Yeah, no. I keep track. And Amazon ruined my surprise by not ringing on the doorbell. Ringing oh, the man. doorbell. Yeah, I was so bummed out. I, I bought yeah. Lee. 20 little shot glass size solo cups and two penguin printed ice bags. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. Those ice bags would have come in real handy a couple days before. Yeah, thanks, Amazon. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's going well. We're, we're well on our way. But, you know, probably not going to do it again for a, for a minute. Well, and Nicole's like, so we're talking about a couple months, right? I go, no, we're not talking about a couple months. <laughs> couple hours. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, we're gonna be fucking home free by Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> 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 I am very goal oriented. <laughs> I'm gonna call out sick to work one day while you're out with oh, the kids. <laughs> and just I'm rip a few off. Of sick time. Yeah, a lot of Gatorade. <laughs> We go to Sam's Club and do it upright. Ridiculous. Don't do it at Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> Juan will be so mad. Juan dropping Zacherts. God damn you. Oh, Jesus. All right, doing, that's it. Juan? That's it. Uh, I promise I'll talk I'll, uh, at least a bit less about my balls next week. No promises, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't say not at all, but definitely less. I think it's one of the most fun parts of our show. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, I got a follow-up appointment with the doctor on Thursday, and everyone's going to be on the edge of their seat. I'm wondering how it goes. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, this is don't a big... Google uh, swollen balls, guys. You'll see bad things. You can't unsee. It's a big moment in your life, man. I, I, We're all here for you, and we're all happy for you. Yeah, this moment yesterday, when I kind of had it worse, like, uh, Nicole's like, why don't I see two distinct balls? Like, yeah, they've kind of merged into like one, uh, let's call it a mega ball. They're, they're <laughs> holding each other. Yeah, they got to by. They thought they were about to get ripped out. Maybe like, we're oh, next. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and again, like it wasn't enormous, but like it was, they were definitely small enough that my dick looked ridiculous in comparison. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my, my fucking ratio was all off. <laughs> it was, it was uh, all potatoes, no meat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Do- too much beans. Somebody forgot the Franks. <laughs> so much beans. Like somebody oh threw an acorn on a beanbag chair. A lot like that. It was, <laughs> it was large. <laughs> it was large. So, we get my shit back together in a couple days. But yeah, good times. I'm excited. Look, man. If you Look, look. No, no matter what it is, okay? No matter what it is, if you have the opportunity and the ability to take some consequence out of your fucking life, don't you owe yourself to do it? Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Come on. The same. And it's helping Nicole out too, right? So. Hell yeah. It's it's helping everybody out. And it's I'm helping sh- out the world. Yeah. We're overpopulated, okay? Yeah. It's all good. No negative. Can't have. So, yeah. No condom. No condoms. No nothing, goddammit. <laughs> No consequence. No regrets for goddamn sure. Uh, so yeah, email us. Popcast at panelsonpages.com. Leave a voicemail. 616-951-1-POP. Let me know who you're protecting me when. I know everyone's going to run and get one next week. You're like, Lee did it. I'm going to be a trendsetter. Trailblazer. A taste maker. Maybe not taste. 
Yeah, no, not taste. Uh, don't don't taste it. That's 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 advice. No, taste, don't no, taste, don't do that. Tastes kind of like bleach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, just clams. Oh, <laughs> like clams. <laughs> ew! Oh, clam clamato with no auto. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for fucking four hundred. Oh, we're gonna be eight hundred years old one day. Who knew? Who knew? One day, oh yeah, one day we'll just download our brains into the internet. We'll just do it forever. We'll just never stop. Mm-hmm. Life will become our podcast in the ether, <laughs> in the great beyond. The Jose AI still doesn't uh, do his intro when you throw <laughs> to him. <laughs> AI Jose still doesn't mute his mic. <laughs> it's just the Jose algorithm, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's the life like of all. All right, so yeah, four. Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris. I'm the Lord of Reverend Larry Rodriguez. We'll talk to you fuckers next week. Yeah, next week? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, at least okay. I'll, me and Kelly will be here unless Kelly's got something else to do. Okay. All right. We'll shoot so, yeah. for next week, and uh, we'll talk about the week after that. Who knows? Maybe. Probably not the week after that. But definitely next week. We'll talk about that. Look, I can only look so far in the future. <laughs> We've already talked about how goddamn busy we all are. These men are flying all over the fucking world. Jose's going to be... Globe trotting his ass. What city am I in? Florida. I never really know. <laughs> I assume you're home on Tuesdays. Other than that, I can't be held accountable for you. So, yeah, no, no guarantee. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.
great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey!